Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, FNAF. FNAF and Fortnite. Let's go. <laughs> Anywho. FNAF and Fortnite. Hello, Peter. Welcome to Fortnite. Yo, popcorn? I love, yeah, I left one in the bowl. Nice. Okay, you want to leave, you stinky bear. Anywho, my name is Riley. Here is always with... Hunter. Little funny personal update. I had strep for two weeks and didn't know it. <laughs> so, last time I was here, I had strep. And I just casually thought, oh, cold, it's fine. I haven't had strep in years. I'm completely fine. It's just cancer. Yeah, it's, it's just a tumor. It's fine. It's and then I woke up the next morning, my uvula, if you people know what that is. It's the thing dangling at the back of your throat. Some people call it the little punching bag. Um, well, that was quadruple the size. It was sitting on the back of my tongue. Um, so I had to go to urgent care. Um, had to get some steroids, some antibiotics. It's been a week. I'm feeling better. Huzzah. Um, went back to work. Because, like, I was working, and then I had to stop for strep, and then went back to work. But I'm all good to go. And another thing, my uh, this is going to come off kind of weird, but my parents are getting married. You might be thinking, what the fuck, weren't they already? Well, technically, my biological parents were. But because, like, 50% of marriages in the United States ended in divorce, which is fine. They had the reasons. But my dad, who's been dating my, well, technically not yet step. But she's basically been like another mom to me for like nine years. But they're finally getting married. It's your legal stepmom now. It's illegal now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your legal stepmom now. No, but so. how they told me was kind of funny. Because at first, my dad said she's pregnant. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me. But they told me that was a joke. And that's good. Because she's older than him. So that would be kind of weird. Um, but either Kind of impossible. Kind of a little bit impossible. Um, but anywho, that's fun. I'd, I'm, I'm feeling better. I'm energetic. We need to liven it. Last time felt kind of dreary because I was sick and I couldn't be yelling and doing all the wacky shenanigans we normally do. But I'm taking off my sweatshirt. But now we're here to go absolutely nuts. And you're just going to be the same. <laughs> you're going to be the same. Um, Alright. So we had our first movie recommend. We'll do that later. And we're going to start with news. We'll go back and forth this time. So this one is like two weeks old. Maybe three weeks old. Creature Commandos cast came out. Yeah. I It was so not at all entertaining. I just I saw it. I'm like, oh, okay. That's cool, I guess. But now I'm actually looking back at the cast. They got some heavy hitters for some really fucking stupid characters. Um, so let's start with... Oh my gosh, why isn't this loading? Alright, so Frank Grillo, who confirmed he was joining DC, is confirmed to be Rick Flagg Sr. I didn't even know that was a character. <laughs> I thought it was just Rick Flagg. It's his dad. It's right? his dad, it's his yeah. Dad. It's his dad. Um, 
David Harbour is Frankenstein. Now, I knew DC had a Frankenstein, but it's like, you get one of the best actors that we have to do something fucking stupid like Frankenstein. Like, he, nothing else. He couldn't do anything else. <laughs> like, really? Frankenstein? Whatever, whatever. Uh, Sean Gunn is playing two people. He's playing Weasel, and he's playing G.I. Robot. That's pretty cool. Um, Alan Tudyk is Dr. Phosphorus. <laughs> Alan Tudyk's pretty funny. So, that's... Uh, that, I'm glad that... He's expanding out the universe more with obscure characters. But I don't know if you start there. It feels weird that this is the start. Well, I, this was in production before he took over. That's think. true. So but now with the Waller show. so Yeah. Yeah. This is so strange. But I guess now it's technically canon because it... it yeah. I don't know. Maria Baklava... Bakalova, how how you pronounce it. Um, Lana Rostovic. I can't... Is that the alien lady? That's not the Bride of Frankenstein person. That's the other person. That's the... That's this fish lady with the dome. <laughs> the dome. It's that fish guy from... And then Hellboy. Indra Varma is the bride. Like, okay. That's cool. I really, I want them to fight Nazis. That'd be really funny, but I, I, they're probably gonna set it in modern day because they also have John Economos. They're bringing him back, so it's set in modern day. Um, man, whatever. What was that? <laughs> A little bit before, because I know people talked about the age difference between Rick Flag and Rick Flag. Yeah, they're both. Well, technically, Rick Flag is like forty. Or the guy's 40. And Frank Grill's like 60. So like that could work. But like. <laughs> I just. I don't know. It's not a big yeah. age gap. So they might time jump a little bit. See this is what you get for having a previous universe. Being leached onto it. You have a lot of questions. And you're not really sure. If they're going to answer all of them. Alright. So now you can do one. Go oh. back and forth. Um. Just uh, just the funny uh, funny American remake of Squid Game. Oh yeah! <laughs> like yeah. I, I thought what a lot of people liked about Squid Game was it was Korean in the first place. Like you've watched Korean movies, you can mm -hmm. clearly tell they're there's just a different style to them. Even though we've seen them only from this, I've only seen them from the same directors, but the same it, few. Yeah. Well, like I just there's just a different feeling. Than and they make Hollywood. fun of Americans. And, well, I guess Koreans, too. Like, the whole point is about bringing down, like, consumerism. And, like, it's, it's the different big money-based ideologies. And then the first thing they immediately do is branch out and become a part of the thing they were making fun of. Um, which kind of sucks that... The first thing they do was go against what the show was about, like, immediately. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's gonna suck. It's because it's the American version. What are you doing, um, Are they still doing that remake with Leo of the Mads movie? Mads Mikkelsen, the 
Oh, another round? Yeah. God, I hope not. <laughs> what a dumb idea. Like, that was that's like one of the most accessible international films of the past decade. And you have to remake it in English. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's really stupid. That's like when... That's like doing an, an American remake of Parasite. Like, there's zero point in it. There's no reason to do that. But whatever. America's gonna keep being unoriginal and really fucking stupid. Well, yeah, cause you're, it's like you want to adapt Squid Game, but you can't because Squid Game is a Korean thing. And it's, it's political, Korean political... Korean politics. Korean politics. You can't have Korean politics in America. And it even it. tackles some American politics. Like, in it as well, you know. They're merged well, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Together. Alright. So, here's this next one. Godzilla versus Khan sequel. Is it a sequel? I think it's a sequel. Now titled Godzilla X Khan. I have the been... new empire. That's the that's the the new one. <laughs> I guess. I've been paying attention to this since the last one came out. You haven't been? I have. I don't give two shits about the monsters. See, I thought at first the sequel was going to be Son of Khan. I thought that was the whole point. Is that they were going to adapt the '30s version of the movie? But I guess not. Or maybe they are, just with Godzilla in it, still. Yeah, the two skulls are dead. The and now they have Kong, who has Godzilla's fire breath. Well, I think it looked like an it had it was like a lanky Kong looking motherfucker. Like, maybe they bang. It, it had like orangutan arms. The thing was massive. It, its arms could like wrap around them. <laughs> maybe they bang. They they X Kong. Godzilla kids. <laughs> yep, it's Godzilla and Kong's baby. That is going to be a monstrosity. Nope, because also, they aren't they both boys? No. Or, or did I they were re She was a girl. Who Godzilla is? is a female. Well, in some versions. <laughs> I thought it wasn't the, the monster verse. The last one was so fucking atrocious. I really don't know. And now they're going to genetic, they're going to take the genes from both of them and combine them and make their own monster. I'm, that's what it is. Well, see, people <laughs> thought... It is. Monkey with lizard breath. <laughs> I'm telling you No, right it's... Mo it, this new... <sighs> it's the monkey filled with life essence. I'm telling you right now. Life <laughs> essence. It has the powers of... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Blood. You can download Life Essence <laughs> via email. <laughs> Hold on. One of the best. People love that movie. I genuinely don't get it. <laughs> Life Essence via email. That's so horrendous. Whoever thought of that should get fired immediately. Oh, I God. have to install Life Essence onto my computer. <laughs> The way they defeat Mecha Godzilla is they pour one flask's worth of alcohol onto a, yep. onto a fucking monitor. Like, oh no, that's gonna destroy an entire AI system, folks. What a shitty. <laughs> what a good movie. <laughs> what a 
It's a shitty movie. They're only there to watch the monster fights, and they know it. Prove me wrong. <laughs> they know. They know. But then they, they force... And they force to cut away from... Uh... Yeah. I'm just glad Godzilla won. I'm glad they had a winner, you know. I thought Kong won. <laughs> well, he won the fight against Mecha Godzilla. Oh, yeah, that's right. Somehow. Because <laughs> he had an axe filled with life essence. No, Godzilla shot the axe with his life essence. Breath. It's, it's life essence. That's it's what it's life, called. Life essence. He shoots life essence at this axe, and then he uses. The they axe. never explain what that is. They just say it <laughs> as if we're supposed essence. to know what they're talking about. Um, all right. You have another one, or you want me to keep going? I I don't know. Um. Hmm. That one's wrong. Um, I didn't look into it, but I was supposed to. But apparently, a fanfic writer is suing the Token Estate for two hundred fifty million dollars for something copyright infringement of a fan writer. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> I don't know. I. I think it's it has something to do with Rings of Power. You see, maybe I should have actually did research about it beforehand. Ugh, no. Just read the headline. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. C- cool. Two hundred fifty million though. That's Jesus. a lot. It's a lot. What if you lose? Um, You're being debt for life. Well, that's not entirely how that works, because like you can sue them, and it could just be like nah, and then they don't have to pay anything except for like court fees. But if they counter sue, then you're fucking. <laughs> For, like, trying to defame them or something, they could throw that out. Like, copyright. Like, then they could fuck over this guy for life. Oh. That's how they do it. Um, he, 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 he's saying, he sent in his fanfic to the grandson of J.R.R. Tolkien to sign off on it, just to, like, yeah, this is cool, I guess. I don't know. Whatever you mean by signing off by it. But he didn't sign off on it. And I guess... They took they took notes from him, I guess, and they made Rings of Power based off of his fanfic, even though the the show is based off of the Silmarillion. But whatever, it's fine. <laughs> but whatever. Do you ever watch it? No, me neither. It looks so cheap. To five hundred million dollars for how much they did. <laughs> Some well, I mean, people, it, it has, it's mixed across the board. No one likes it or hates it. Except for right wingers, because it has black people. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have mind seeing women with beards, but. That's kind of. <laughs> like, um, make it more accurate. More accurate. Um, this doesn't pertain too much to me, but we're just, we're on a trend of reboots. So I might as well throw another one in here. Twilight TV series. Oh yeah, reboot. That's really not necessary. <laughs> really... And it's it's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna recapture the magic of the original because you see back then back then people would just watch it. You know what I mean? How do you mean? No, no one has like. No one can voice their opinions on it like they can now. The so internet like, existed. What are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, but like it about? wasn't as present. People would just like 
I remember seeing a plenty of reaction to it. There was a woman that was like, "Oh my god!" She was like, "Yeah, like that." She was like a like... bigger woman. She had glasses, and like you couldn't. She was like inaudible for like half the video because she was like sobbing because the child looked good because she thought it looked exactly like she thought it did. Renez, man, that's the child's <laughs> CGI baby. Mmm, Renez, and then like. Jacob, the werewolf guy, is gonna put the scent onto the baby because he's gonna fuck it later. Like, that's really weird. <laughs> that's really weird. It's, and like, it's such an out, like, werewolf and vampire fighting over lady. It's not outdated. That's that's what they have on Hallmark, so they'll probably get, you know, the, the 40-year-old women, but not the main target audience they should be going after. No one cares about Twilight the audience yeah. hit at a specific time with young adult when that blew up with Hunger Games and like Harry Potter and like all of these Harry, other ones. Harry, Maze Runner was a big one until it wasn't. <laughs> Maze Runner the books was were the, big. Yeah, the, the, the Maze Runner books were big, but I remember the first one being a big deal. Then yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. But like there was there was an era like two thousand eight. To like 2014, where Young Adult was this fucking mass divergent in there too. That <laughs> died after the first one too. Exactly. You see that era. You cannot recapture that era. It, it's so specific. It's it's like one of those you had to be there for it. Like a Daft Punk comes, in. <laughs> but like you, you just had to be there for it. You know. But now it's teen mystery, dark, gritty romance, like Outer Banks, right? Is that what that is? Yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just dark, gritty mystery. Who done it? Potters. And it's shot like a 2007 movie. Let's cut. You know, a lot of cuts. No, I just lens flare. <laughs> like that that weird filter, you know, like sweat and like gray. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, I was just. That's what it looks like. I think like, Michael Bay. Every time I think 2007. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's I don't what understand. I'm trying to describe is Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael, he ruined like sweaty. It's everyone's weird. everyone's. At least that's unless that was just an edited video I saw, but it wow. looked cringe. It looked cringe. It looked cringe. And then there's like five love triangles going on. Let's like, go. Okay, Let's go. Um. I don't know if this one's on yours. Markiplier, self-financing, starring, directing, and wrote an Iron Lung film. Yeah, screw FNAF. Yeah. <laughs> I, I talked about Iron Lung a little bit on the you, pod. You did. A, a while ago. Oh, you talked about the ago. video game. I didn't know he was making a movie. No, this was Shadow Dropped. I didn't know that. Like, this was announced two days ago. I didn't know that until this morning. There were, <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> there were rumors he was working on something, and people thought it was FNAF, but then, nope, he did. He just dropped Iron Lung. He had a teaser. It was, like, the video game, and then, like, it did, like, a swerve pan into, like, the set he made, or they made, and... Looks... I mean, it's, it's like, one frame. I, I can't do too much with that, but... I mean, he... It's such a weird thing to try and adapt, though. Like, because it's, it's a forty-minute-long game that's very audio-focused. It's very much a game game. You need headphones for it. So, like, 
is this like a theatrical experience that he's going for, like an indie film? Or is this going for like, like is he just going to post it on YouTube and he's calling it a film? Like I'm not entirely sure where exactly this is going, but... He, he is the most creatively successful YouTuber. Creatively? For our... Like probably gamer? our generation. Let's play gamers turned creative people? <laughs> well, yeah, because he did that Unis Honest thing. He did. Which he was did. really popular for a bit. Well, that's because Especially it was only supposed the... to last yeah. for a bit. Because it was only supposed to last um, And then people reposted it and ruined the point of it, but it's fine. <laughs> um, then there was... Well, he did In Space with Markiplier. I never watched those, but I did a heist with Markiplier. That was really fun. I went through all the endings. I was a big fan of that. Um, he, it's. I'm, I'm curious how like a linear story is going to go with him. Or if he's going to try to have like... Kind of like a multi... Like structured thing similar to a choose your own adventure. I'm curious how he's going to structure it. Because the game's very linear. Because I, I sat through a let's play of it. It's like 40 minutes of just taking photos moving looking at a map taking photos hitting something spooky <laughs> photo <laughs> spooky photo and then you have like the weird polygonal angular fish <laughs> creature that pops out at the end and kills you and then like you're just one of dozens that died in this blood sea or whatever and like that's it no explanations no that's expl the point that is the point you're just dropped into a weird-ass world, and you kind of just go with it. So, I'm curious. And, like, movies technically only have to be, like, 40 minutes for it to be considered a film. Some people call short films films, because they're called films. So, it could be, like, eight minutes. You literally don't know. <laughs> what was acting, though? How good is he going to be? <laughs> That's the thing, like... YouTubers turned actors. That's... Ooh. He has another actor in it, though. I forgot her name. I think it's a her. But she's been in, like, actual projects before. I think she was, like, NCIS and stuff. <laughs> so, like, not great either, but... Or, I guess, I don't know, the acting of NCIS. <laughs> but, like... Maybe this will kickstart his... Acting... His See, I'm curious... Career. I'm very curious to see how he does in directing, but acting, that's like a, that's like a no point. That's why I would never cast myself in a movie. I'd be so fucking shit at acting. <laughs> like, I, can't, I would not remember any of the, I'd be really bad. That's why you don't hire yourself as an actor. You, you get other people to do that for you. <laughs> The only role I could do is, like, drive. <laughs> I could just stand there. <laughs> just, like, give faint smiles and, like, be aggressive randomly when needed, you know? Like, that's the only role I could do, right? But I could never be as hot as Ryan Gosling, so... I drive. <laughs> I drive. I'd have a weird voice. I'd, like, go growl it. I drive. <laughs> Instead of just, I drive. <laughs> do a drive anime are you gonna do that voice would watch drivers? would watch nicholas winding refn get on but it's a slow burn anime that's different that is maybe different some are probably slow um okay so i 
two left. Okay. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West DLC dropped. It's review bombed. Burning <laughs> White. Was it? Actually? It's getting review bombed on Metacritic. <laughs> the most trustworthy user review score site. <laughs> of fucking course it is. <laughs> Are you serious? I saw the I saw the critic score. I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. And I just I didn't even look to Horizon. Are you not surprised? <laughs> no. So they have gay in it, but like you don't even have to be. You could choose not to be because it doesn't even matter at the end, does it? Basically, <laughs> no. But like, look, I've talked extensively about Horizon in the past. It's so mid, and the writing is, like, the worst part of that game. So, I see these clips of, like, Aloy, who's the main character, actually having, like, a personality and, like, emoting. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Excuse me? This is the kind of stuff I like. Where was that? The entirety of the last game. I spent 40 plus hours playing these games. You didn't do that once. (laughs) What the fuck? But like she talks constantly. They not picked up this flower. She's British. This could be useful later. (laughs) This could be useful. She's British, right? No, no, she's not. (laughs) British for some reason. (laughs) No, there are no British people in Horizon. (laughs) That's why it's 10 out of 10. I could use this flower to have rustic weapon to destroy the dinosaur. God damn it. No. I just... But father, I want to be a warrior. I'd like my my tea and crumpets. (laughs) Can I have my biscuits? (laughs) I'd like to go to the pub and have a lager. It, It seems like a lot of people just find it hard to get into horizon these days it's a writing style i hope fuck i really hope the show can the show needs to streamline it because the right they talk so much no one wants to shut up ever maybe <laughs> like, it's going to be on the production level of the 100 maybe the 100 yeah it's a shitty cw show mm, in a post-apocalyptic okay. world it has well, it's the- netflix backing it so they're going to throw, like, $200 million, and it's still going to look like shit. You still have Sony, too. But yeah, Sony tries true. sometimes. <laughs> that's true. They tried really hard with Last of Us and immediately gave up on Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, guys, Uncharted! It, get, it gets, like, mid-reviews. <laughs> Uncharted! <laughs> Uncharted! <laughs> that, and it was in production hell for, like, well, so was the Last of Us. 11 years. 11 years. Since 2008. So actually 12 years. <laughs> it's like dying... Hey, that is Dead Island 2. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which got reviews, and it's... Okay. Yeah. It's like a 75, I think. Well, if you've seen some of the mechanics, it looks cool technically, but... Yeah. I mean, what? For a double-A studio, it's impressive, but... I'll play it, maybe. On sale. Like maybe it goes to Game Pass, then I'll play clean it. Clean up the blood with water. Oh, that's kind of cool. And it has... You can slowly chop off people's flesh. Yes. That's so cool. It's dynamic. Deep chunk mechanic. Yeah, deep chunk <laughs> mechanic. 
chunk. I like. We're we're gonna coin the term chunk mechanic. <laughs> Pick it up on sale in uh, t- two years. Two years from now, when it's five the bucks. deluxe version will be for like twenty bucks, and you're like, hey, that's pretty good. Or it'll be like it'll be like, yeah, it'll be like Borderlands, where the deluxe is like five bucks, but like the regular is still sixty. For like no. a reason, like why? Why? Huh. I guess seventy. Sorry, because of the fucking price. Call of Duty. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they always put the deluxe one on sale, never the original. Curious how that works. <laughs> Gotta have the deal. Well, I hear the DLC for Ghosts is really good. <laughs> I'm not going back to Ghosts. It's been it's been a decade. We're good. Anywho, so yeah, Horizon. I looked through like small. It. I think it is like an extensive campaign. It's like five hours or something. I didn't look through all of it. I just. It's pretty decent for a DLC. Yeah, I hopped in that throughout the different, um, like, cutscenes. Mostly with the person that is partners with her in the story. I uh, Maybe romantically, depending if you go on that path. See, it's so... It does the Marvel thing where... Like, before she goes to see this lady... I don't even remember her, her name. <laughs> it's sort of with an S. So she's like... She's like, oh, I wonder why she wanted to see me here. Oh, oh, I wonder what it is. Calm down. And she just starts breathing. But she's, like, talking to herself. It's really bad. <laughs> but then, like... <laughs> like, it's really not good. <laughs> yeah, just sit through that for 40 hours. That's Horizon. <laughs> This power could be useful. This could be useful. I should crouch and take those guys. <laughs> I get it. Shut up. Oh, ow, that it's, hurts. It's like plankton. All right, I get it. Anywho, so like the clip that I saw was like she goes there and the other lady like confesses like I like you and I don't know if you like me back, but I was curious if you'd like want to try it. It's more serious than that. <laughs> I just described that interaction. But like... Nah, I'm good. I don't need bitches. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need bitches. Just cries. We're not buying the OnlyFans. Only but, but like, I watched the three different, like, cut, like, different ways it could go. The romance one was pretty good, actually. So like... Seeing her, like, emote and the different micro-expressions that the two characters make, it was, like, the best the series had shown in a... That was a pretty big marketing thing, too. Like, I just... Deep, deep within the story somewhere is good writing. Deep somewhere in this game is good writing. But the, they don't trust the audience enough. So they just have to fucking force dialogue down your throat that explains the thing you just saw or re-explain things that you already know. Like, we get it. You can let us just go for a little bit, you know? The gameplay is strong enough. Just let you go, but they never do. And that's... They're gonna make a third one, I think. Because it sells decent. It's just... 
not of course they're going to remake the first one with the online multiplayer first. Mm, of course, of course. <laughs> to, to tie in with the show. Yeah. And they'll both boost each other up, you know? But see, the, the only reason that worked with The Last of Us is because The Last of Us show was good. If Horizon's mid, then no one's going to care, you know? <laughs> I still can't believe the numbers that show made. Jesus Christ. The big... Is it the biggest? Or it, one it, of the biggest HBO I thought it is the show. biggest HBO show. Because I know it had quite a few episodes where it was bigger than Game of Thrones. Like the biggest episodes of Game of Thrones. But I guess I'm not sure. Anywho. Um, yeah. Oh, I have one more. So this is at the beginning of the week. Star Trek. I think it's called Sector 31, or is it Section 31? Sec 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 sector? I kind of fucked that up. It's um, it's a new movie, but I think it's like a TV movie, more like an event special more than anything. But it's Michelle Yeoh's character from Discovery coming back. Um, they mentioned this a while ago, and that she was getting a project... But now it's happening. Now that she has her Oscar, and they can put that on the marketing. You know, That's true. they can put that on the marketing. <laughs> um, I've heard Star Trek has been doing good with the shows the past year or two. Oh God! So. Yeah, that's it's strange. Like it was like November of last year. I saw one video of some guy just ranking Star Trek projects. I'm like, fuck it, I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that. So then I just bought. I didn't buy. I got. Original series, animated series, and all 13 of the movies. And then I just, I didn't get into it right away. But then I saw this project, and then I heard Picard ended on, like, a really high note. Like, people really like this latest season. And I heard an interview, I don't remember who said it. It was someone at Paramount, or CBS, I'm not entirely sure how that hierarchy works. But they were like, we... We'll be releasing one new thing for Star Trek every week. Every week. Whether that be a new episode, that like event special movie thing. They are always making Star Trek. Always making Star Trek. That's a lot. It is. But it doesn't feel like it's... For some reason, they've been able to get away with it. Because it's not like as big as it used to be. Well, that's true. But like... You have strange new worlds. You have Discovery. You have Picard. You have Below Decks. You have Prodigy. You know, like, you have these things going on, and they're just, like, kind of, like, cycling through them, almost. Not on, like, rotation. And, like, some are going at the same time. I think Lower Decks is going right now as well. But, like, it... Like, if Star Wars did that, people would be complaining to hell about like oversaturation star trek is doing this exact thing and it's just like people are enjoying it a lot personally from the stuff i've seen from star trek it's a lot more you can just jump in at any point and just understand what's going on well I, that and i think so. it's like it's like the diversity of the stuff that's being made yeah that too because like more if you don't like one set of characters you like this set of characters you don't like this animated show well there's this animated show you know, like, they're able to hit different markets where you're just kind of able to hop on at any point. Um, 
So I will be starting my Star Trek arc. <laughs> um, I like the Calvin timeline, so I'll watch the... I like the Next Generation timeline, so I'll watch those movies today. Or so I watch the original series, but I don't really like anything else. So you could watch the animated series. So I can watch the, the animated series. <laughs> and the... The movies. <laughs> Um, I don't think anyone's going back to the J.J. Abrams ones, but, um, yeah, well, that's not true. That's the Kelvin timeline. <laughs> the Kelvin timeline. Yeah. Whatever that means. good. People like the first one. I like the first one. I like the third one. Beyond. <laughs> because it was funny. The f- Idris Elba. <laughs> um. And I don't remember anything from it. Man. Yeah, like, most of these are getting, like, really good reviews. And, like, the, f- yeah, it... It was ever since that one show came out. I don't remember what it was called, but... Discovery. Not Discovery. It was the one about the other guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's a lot of them with the Captain other... Captain Kirk, Kirk's um, uh, best friend, old Captain guy. Picard? No, not no. Picard. Different guy. What? Do you... what? <laughs> Is it Star Trek Undiscovered Country? That's the uh, movie. Yeah, that's the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was something. It, a, a lot of people loved it. That's all I know. The fourth movie. No, that's the sixth one. Final... F- I gotta work backwards. I'm trying to remember all of them. <laughs> like, I know most of the projects that are out there. It's just... These are like hour-long episodes. Some of them are hour-long episodes. Like, Deep Space Nine is like 170 episodes, and they're all an hour long. That is, like, weeks worth. Straight. <laughs> like, Christ. Jump into the new, the, 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 new stuff? the modern stuff. Well, I I like working forward, you know? Yeah. That's how I like to do things. Unless it's that one time I tried Star Wars. Chronologically. Bad idea. If I ever go back to that, I'd, I'd go how I normally do, which is forward. Or just skip to Rebels. <laughs> well, that's true. Just rewatch the movies I haven't seen in a while, catch Rebels, and then just go to the new stuff. <laughs> yeah. Skip some of the new stuff. Obi Wan, I hear I can skip. <laughs> People have grown around to it. Of course they. <laughs> First they hate it, and now they like. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I have, I have two more. Oh um, yeah, go. For um. It. So they they finally have. The plot for the animated Transformers movie coming from the guy who directed um, Toy Story Four. Okay. It's uh, it's it's an origin story for everyone. On Cybertron. Yeah, it's it's before the war for Cybertron. It's when Megatron was a gladiator and he became best friends with Optimus, and they're falling out. So it's Mm. probably going to be a bit more kid friendly. Yeah, that's Uh, that's okay. Because I need my kid friendly Transformers stuff. I don't need it's my hard empty. R transform. <laughs> it's kind of empty. Remember when they were doing a hard R Bumblebee movie? <laughs> yeah. That's were, pretty cool. They were going to do... Before... They were going to have... Um, before they wrote the fifth one, they were the original fifth one, when they were planning out their cinematic universe, the first half was going to... No, it was the... Yeah, it was the fifth one or the sixth one. It was going to be... The first half was going to be during World War Two, and the second half would be modern day. And they shot a lot of World War II stuff. But then, for some reason, they just had, like, one scene in World War II in the fifth one. And they had Knights of Their Own Table, too. So I don't know what the fuck was going on behind the scenes. Yeah, because they had six and seven planned. Yeah. They had 
the two Bumblebee movies. One of them did come to fruition. The other one was that really dumb hard <laughs> R one. They had Transformers 1. They called it Transformers 1. I don't know what that means, but like, apparently it was going to be like set before Transformers 1. And it'd be called the Transformers. Like, what the fuck is the first Transformers? They literally had like 12 projects announced. And like, two of them happened. The fifth one and Bumblebee. And like, the rest of them just. I got, like, shot or, like, set on fire, you know? And then Travis Knight left Bumblebee. No one knew what was going on. And now you have this one guy being like, Hello, I'm doing Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> and then Paramount's like, Oh, time to milk. <laughs> nostalgia. Nosto- 90s nostalgia. Mmm, <laughs> mm, 90s. It's gonna be bad. Uh, uh, Rise of the Beasts. Do you think it's gonna be bad? Yeah. Nah, that sounds bad. Yeah. Transformers just isn't as big as it used to be. Back in my <laughs> back in my day, it was cool explosions. Now it's not. Might be. Now it's not. Um, now it's about character development. <laughs> and then you you saw the 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 gameplay trailer for Unrecord. It's mm. an indie game. It's a body cam. Um video of uh you uh you being a cop right it's it it was on twitter for a bit i must have missed this that looks really good though is that like real footage that they just put into the game or no apparently it's actual like footage for the game some like unreal engine 5 shit yeah it is. I mean, it's cool in concept, and you could kind of tell it's a game at some parts. But is this VR? No, no. See, that's that's the thing. How are you gonna hold the gun? It's kind of yeah. weird. But and they even blurred out his face too, which I think is a nice detail. Choice. I don't know what the game is, but um, obviously, a lot of people are interested in how it looks, and people are like fake, fake. But then they showed, one of the devs on Twitter posted a video of him, like, editing the stuff in-game. But, and people were like, it's real, it's real, the game's gonna look good. You remember Watch Dogs and The Division? And, um, what was the new one? Days Before. It was what all is just, Days Before? They just, oh, that game was, that. that's a huge thing, but they, they showed a game that looked really good. But it was just a small section of the game that they just made look good for the trailer. Mm. Mm. Okay. And people are debating if it's actually real or not. Because okay. that studio has, uh, they trick people into, you know. Day one purchase. They, except it's, you can't pre-order it, which is the thing. Interesting. So it's really weird. It's the most, but yeah. I think it's just, oh, some, no. it's not going to look that good. No. But that would take years to do. That would years. blow up your house. That to ru- imagine trying to run that on this PC. It would fucking explode. It'd be like, you just hear it. Like, you're just like shit, shit. Put water on it. Put water. Actually, I have a water cooling system. <laughs> it's like a bomb. <laughs> Blows up the house. There's fully fucking shit. Bah, body cam of a cop. shoot bad guy. Was that like a horror game? Because it was just like, no, it's a cop game. It's a cop game. Yeah, it's the body cam. 
Mm. Surprised they didn't delete the body. Mm. <laughs> oh, topical human. <laughs> topical human. Surprised they didn't shoot the guy. He's blip. Hands up. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> Too real. Oh. Okay. So, do we have other reviews before we get into the movie I recommended last week? Yeah, I have. I. Well, we have one that we did together as well, outside of it, because we'd yeah. watched Whiplash. Yeah, I have three. Okay. So, start. You can start. I don't know. What do you want to start with? Um. Start with Whiplash. Whiplash! Let's go! Right so. so, after the mo- movie we recommended, I was like, we should watch Whiplash. And then we watched Whiplash. <laughs> it's really fucking good. <laughs> I love it. I'm not gonna deny it. It's I I love it. This is the third time I've seen it. It gets better with every viewing. It's it's so good. It's so good. I'd easily say it's probably one of my favorites ever at this point. Like it's the only Chazelle movie I could point anyone into the direction of like some people don't like musicals, some people don't like slow burns. I haven't seen Babylon yet, but here it's fucking weird. There's like elephants shitting on people so <laughs> um, yeah i don't know if i can like this is the one damien chazelle movie it could be like yo you should watch this <laughs> like this is re- really good and like you can interpret it in like different ways like the ending you know but i think a lot of people agree that he was just like so beat like the main character you know andrew neiman he was like so beaten down by Fletcher, who, by the way, is an incredible villain. J.K. Simmons deserved that Oscar. But it's just for like yelling. for yelling, yeah. Well, to be fair, it's good. <laughs> he had funny lines. <laughs> Wait, you're fucking thinking there's not a Mars bars down. <laughs> but no, just he got so beaten down, and him like being pursued to be the best. The fact that he finally got, like, the quote-unquote, like, approval. I say that in quotes. <laughs> like, that he got the quote-unquote imp- approval of, of uh, Fletcher at the end. Like, he achieved his goal, but, like, at what cost, you know? And what cost? Does he even become famous at the end? You never know. That's the thing. And instead of, like, the reaction image of his dad being like happy for him he's like horrified of like what he's become as a person you know like how far do you go to chase your dreams and is it worth it to go as hard as you did <laughs> like he cut out every relationship he became literally literally <laughs> he just both of those characters are so cool like the dissection of all of them like Fletcher is like an asshole but he's like a really entertaining asshole and you can kind of tell where he's coming from but like even then like he's just like his methods are so fucked even the family and the dad like they want their that the, they want the they want him to be successful but at the same time they don't want him to chase that dream too much because it might bring him down 
Well, because they mention, like, he's like, yeah, I want to be, like, the new Charlie Parker. And it's like, he died at 30. And he's like, I'd rather be famous and live forever at 30 than, like, have friends and mean nothing at 80. And it's like, well, that just sort of depends on, like, you know, the perspective of the person, you know. Because he's, like, 19, you know. He wants to be this great thing. But, like, the older people understand it's not about the it's about the people in your life. Or oh, it's about money. It's about drive. <laughs> it's about money, actually. Um, but the editing is spectacular. The pacing is incredible. Like, just how they build tension and how they keep, like, escalating it. I mean, so good. I have, like, literally zero flaws with this movie. It goes so hard. I, I, I don't have much to say because I feel like I've done a lot of thoughts in the past about it. But what about you? This is your first time seeing it. I'm interested to hear what you thought. You didn't even rate it on Letterboxd. I, I forgot to rate <laughs> yeah. it on Letterboxd. I, a lot of the time I, I just like forget Letterboxd exists and I become <laughs> unfat for once. <laughs> unfat? <laughs> um, um, I... It's just, it's just like... It's like Parasite or Minari. I'm just like, yeah, I I don't have a problem. But, like, it's not one of my personal favorites. But I, I can't deny it wasn't great. Well, I mean, Minari's in your favorites, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's like, true. And so is Parasite, but you know what I'm saying. Should like, be. And I need to see Miles Teller more, too. Um... You had a thought there, and then it just it whisked away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking, because I was first introduced to this movie in uh, that one class mm-hmm. where it was actually the music teacher's kid who watched the movie for, for the presentation in that film class. Sure. And I got the impression that they thought it was mid. But, you know, you'd think, like, a music teacher would actually like this. Would but, they, though? You know, whatever. Maybe. Whatever. Paints me in a bad light. <laughs> That's, I mean, it does, but, I mean, wouldn't they kind of, uh, uh, like, disagree with him? Because, like, you can't push a kid. But, like, he did push the kid, and the kid did, like, I guess become successful? Question mark? I, I like that. It's just a bunch of question marks. Yeah. I'm, it leaves I'm it up to the audience to figure out, like, was this a happy ending? Was... If it was a happy ending, what was happy about it? If it wasn't a happy ending... Was Fletcher an asshole to his students or to everyone? Well, like, he lied in his class about, like, the tr- uh, the player. Because when he was, like, crying in yeah. his room, he said it was a car accident, but it was actually suicide. He knew that and lied. Because <laughs> he, he can't take personal responsibility. And he invited Neiman to the... <laughs> to the place and then forced them to play different music than what he was used to without giving him the actual notes to, to fuck him over is it just his students or is he like that in the outside world too that's that's true because i mean he was nice to someone who he taught earlier you know so I guess. 
yeah, the person in the hallway that he's like, hey, you're gonna get, yeah, you're oh, gonna you be, be in my, my class. Piano player? High five. <laughs> High five. <laughs> or is he just, you know, faking it? Faking it. Well, like, yeah. he manipulates him so much. Like, he baits Neiman to giving him information about, like, his parents so he could use it against him later. He, like, purposefully left the classroom at the beginning just to come back to grab the coat to leave again to like act unimpressed and then he he never says perfect because of like his spiel but like when he gets the redhead kid to play he says perfect just to fuck with neiman you know like there's so many details throughout the movie the more you watch it where you could just tell how he's like scheming in his brain you know where he's like how can i get this kid to go farther you know and he just doesn't understand boundaries in the slightest because he's, like, slapping people. He's, like, throwing shit at them. <laughs> like, like verbal abuse, you know? Like, Fletcher is a great movie character, you know? Just, like, everything about Fletcher is, like, pretty despicable. And, like, his motivation, like, you kind of understand. Like, you want to push them to do good. But there's, like... Method to extreme. Yeah, there's methods. <laughs> I don't think throwing chairs at students and then fat. Did he fat shame that? He one did kid? fat yeah. shame him. Yeah, yeah. is really gonna help. But you know, like, uh, I mean, it's just so rewatchable, and you pick up more as you watch it. And I give it a ten. It's so fucking. Good. <laughs> you think he stole the folder? I still think he stole the folder. He definitely stole the folder. I don't know how he got away without being seen, but like I'm pretty <laughs> sure he stole the folder. Yeah, Brady. Or do you have more thoughts? No, no, I'm no, I'm good. I'm just gonna give it a yeah. I'm just gonna give it a ten then. Ten. But it's one of those tens where it's like you might not go back to it, but it's like a good movie. I mean, I might. I might go back to it because sure. you said it's rewatchable. It's very rewatchable. So take it into yeah. account and I'll rewatch it sometime. Maybe rewatch it with someone else, like my sisters. Maybe. <laughs> they'd like it. They'd, they'd find Fletcher fun. No, I think my dad. <laughs> Fletcher's like, ha <laughs> Abuse the kid. He called him a fag. He's <laughs> like, he's an idiot. He says retard. Said, it's like really mean like why do you have to do that though there's no reason there's no reason but yeah anyway you have other ones <laughs> yeah it just makes me want to drop your hands god damn yeah especially for precision. music for music you do have to tell people that that they suck sometimes it's just so, like you, know, you are like, <laughs> it's not like middle school we're like the Our record. middle school teacher would just <laughs> tell us, oh, you're doing great, but we're actually shit. So, you know. Yeah, whatever. Imagine going to college and then being ass. <laughs> That's what the high, the high school rough. teacher was. She was rough towards people. <laughs> That's be, actually, you gotta play good. You yeah. gotta play good. Alright, what's your other one? Um... Oh, Borderlands. Oh, you you beat it? Yeah, it was wow. like ten hours, maybe, maybe really? less. It was pretty short. It was probably it was probably actually like six. Damn, I thought it was longer. No, no, 
Mostly because I just I had this shotgun that just one shot everything, That's so tough. it was really easy. Yeah, it's a game. It is one of the games of all time. Like, I I want I just want to get to Borderlands two because it's my cousin's favorite game of all time. So I want to see what all the hype is. Like once when that game dropped, like he literally played nothing else. So <laughs> Borderlands two. I remember doing a split screen with him. So I don't know. But Borderlands Damn. 1 has not aged very well. It's really boring. Fetch quest. It's just go here, get this, come back, go there, go go back to that same place, go there, go back. Go kill a specific thing, collect nothing, go back, tell them you killed the thing. Slowly. And the, but also very quickly. Like gather I'd, loot. Like people are like, yeah, but the gun plays good. No, it just feels like Call of Duty without iron sights. It's- like i mean at least like i I was expecting like destiny where you'd have like actual fun guns like in looter shooters where you'll have like a gun it's not like good but it's still fun well see i feel like use the reason why people like two is because like well they market three and two i guess because like they have like millions of guns like they just like auto generated guns and threw it in the game and you keep playing and like the whole point of, like, the grind set is, like, you eventually get to the point where you're so OP that it's, like, not even funny. Yeah, but I hit <laughs> that point halfway through the first one. Well, there you go. <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe maybe the franchise gets better. I'll see two, and if it, the rest aren't good, I'll just play Tales and then not play anything else from them again. Well, you're not going to play the pre-sequel? Uh, yeah, I hear the pre-sequel's kind of good, too, but... um. The story is you have to open vault, you get keys to open vault, and you fight Eldritch Horror. Nice! That's going to be the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, Walk into room, well, kill Eldritch Horror. Old Kate Blanchett play young. Yeah, Kate Blanchett's like 50s, right? Yeah, you'd think it would be a lot further along in the timeline, but... Interesting casting. Yeah. They get up... They have Jamie Lee Curtis. They have Jack Black. Kevin Hart. Like, what okay, are they going to do? I will say Kevin Hart is... I, I can... Because I, I played Soldier and I named him Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can see it because the jokes are pretty... Pretty goofy. The jokes aren't very good in the first one. I'm sorry. It was very boring. <laughs> but... I did not have a lot of fun. Like, we did split screen... And I just kept going to the objective. It was just boring. <laughs> That's all it is. I just kept going. And like, I don't like. It's so empty. You can't do anything. And and also, if you're gonna have like, if choose if you're gonna have voice acting or if you're gonna have paragraphs upon paragraphs to read, because I don't want to have a guy repeat the same lines while you're trying to read something. Because well, it's just yeah, it's kind of annoying when like. The intro is like, why? How loud? And then you just like you click on them, and then they have the dialogue. They couldn't. You just you had them say hello. To be fair, it's like a pre-recorded thing. But like either, I don't know. Yeah. Why hello? So get off my prop. I don't get it. Extremely mid. Mid. Extremely mid. Has not aged very Five. well. Apparently, it was Four. good back in the day. That's extremely mid. It's like it's probably one of those like necessary evils, you know. And Claptrap turns evil at the end. I don't know. I don't think that goes anywhere. Jack Black. But <laughs> Jack, Jack Black evil. Again, 
Let's go! One of the clap traps turns evil, I should say. Right. I don't like a five or a four. Is your last review the, the movie recommended one or a different one? It's a different one. Okay. Yeah. Um. It? So I, I tried to play Resident Evil 8, but I couldn't. I'll get to it eventually. But I finished 7. Okay. This is probably going to be my last Resident Evil IP in a long time. From the Resident Evil IP for, for a bit, probably until Halloween. But, um, Seven is, um, Seven is, Seven is probably... Seven is Seven. It is the seventh game in the franchise, but... Is it good? I mean, it's not a masterpiece in horror at all. Like some people say? But what if it is? Is it? (laughs) It is. You're giving me mixed signal. (laughs) It is. It's... Not only is it a masterpiece in horror, but it uh, it brought back the survival horror genre. You know, because after you know Dead Space Three and Resident Evil Six, Silent Hill also just disappeared. Basically. Alan Wake also disappeared. Well, uh, it became American Nightmare. Every afterwards, because there was Alan Wake, there was Alan Wake, American Nightmare. Yeah, whatever. everything was just action, action, action. It got Call of Duty vibe. Battle modern shooter, and it just no one halified. And then they're like, Capcom's like, hey, we don't want to be Activision. We want to be like we want to be go- <laughs> we want to be like the the prestige companies like Rockstar. They're good, but and they make a lot of money because they're good. That's true. So they brought back the old Resident Evil guy, and they made a new engine. They the did re engine. They are pushing that thing to the limit. No, they are, they only made this game in less than a, a year. Well, no, like I'm saying, half, they're but, still using it. Like yeah. they're pushing it to the limit at this point. You know, it's probably the best modern engine because it's so successful at just grinding out games so easily. They used it for Devil May Cry Five. Pretty they much did. every. They the game, new Street but, Fighters on it. Yep, and it looks really good. Like whatever they put in the engine, it's clearly working because like. Shit looks great on everything that touches, you know. Was Monster Hunter on that? No. Monster Hunter might be on a different one. I think, no, I think, wait, Monster Hunter was, yeah. I think it was. Was World and Rise on there? Or was it just... It was, because they only used the RE engine, I thought. The Reach the Moon engine, as it's called. But, um... uh, Putting it in first person is interesting i wasn't too keen on it earlier but it kind of got me into it later because it's you know claustrophobic so like that camera stuff it's not going to work all the time so why not just make it first person sure you know and the setting louisiana gothic hillbilly (laughs) hillbilly it's there's a lot of that's horrifying to me it's horrifying to me a lot of texas (laughs) chainsaw massacre vibes that's what you did the game literally opens up with the old lady or the the grandpa sitting at the table the 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 mom who cooked Mm -hmm. or you know and she's worried no you didn't like the food i'm a crazy dad Mm -hmm. the i think jack is probably one of the best video game horror villains because he is literally just copy and paste jack from the shining nice so, subtle so, <laughs> subtle so 
Capcom isn't very subtle, you know, like... You know, so he's just doing awful one-liners. Let's go! Not awful, but... Okay, well, the... It's like, come out, and um, the first time I died... Did he say, here's Jack? Please tell me. Damn it! He, um... There was... The first time I died, um, which is literally, like, the first mission... Let's go! He just rips off your leg... And then walks away and forces you to crawl towards it. And you can't do anything. You have to crawl towards it. And or just kills bleed out anyway. on the death. Yeah, then you have... Like, what am I supposed to do with the leg? No, you just walk around on one leg with the leg in your hand. And he just taunts you. Until like, you die? Until you die. Damn. Like, it's just a dragged out death scene. And then there's a chainsaw lightsaber fight. It's fucking awesome, too. Like, the thing also that I love about it is it's like... The Evil Dead, like, at least from what I know from Evil Dead, is... it It's spooky, but there are moments where it's just funny. You know, like, what Resident Evil it's is. It's very campy. It has spooky, but it's also campy. Like, they're... The f- one of the... I think the first boss fight... No, the se- it would be the second. You're doing donuts in a garage. You know? Isn't it in a While mansion? He's... No, it's in a... It's it's in a small house. Oh, it's 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 a bigger house, but you're not even in the mansion for a p- big part of it. You know, you're going to the garden area and stuff. But and there's the other part, which I didn't know what that was. Whatever building? Oh, it was the barn. It was a barn. It was barn. like it was like a storm shelter. I think that's what it was. Oh, but but also there there's the other villain who's like in charge of it a little girl who's also pretty interesting the and um it's i like it how they take a break from having you know zombies constantly it's just every once in a while you run into bullet spongy enemies like called you know the mold monsters the humans are the real (laughs) yeah the humans who are the real injected with the mold are the real enemy they're real enemy they're the real bad guys so i'm curious I know you mentioned something about Ari Village on Discord, but you didn't tell me that you dropped it. <laughs> I thought you finished it. No. <laughs> I it, it was um so I played yeah, I played like the first like 3 hours and I'm like this just doesn't feel the same as 7. So I'm just like I'm kind of bored and I just I just like dropped it. Damn. Like like But never was... gets good. Maybe. Possibly. Did you find the hot tall Yeah, she's vampire right at, she's right at the beginning. And I hear Heisen- Heisenberg. <laughs> I hear Heisenberg is one of the best villains in Resident Evil, but I just, I don't want to. I don't want to. Because you, you have to get to the daughter part. You have to finish it to get to the daughter part. And then you have to play the DLC with the daughter. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Survivor's coming out soon. Maybe I'll just wait until November. I mean October, maybe if I have time. We'll see. No, you're gonna be. 200 hours into Starfield. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Have you seen that clip from the good nurse, Eddie Redmond? Oh, yeah. He's just, I can't. He's just screaming, I can't. I've seen a lot of clips from the good doctor for some reason. No, I'm talking about the good nurse. This oh, the good different. nurse. Oh, yeah. This is Eddie, Eddie Redmond, the good nurse. No, I've seen the one with... um, Freddie Highmore. Not Freddy. The I've seen the other one with Jake Gyllenhaal going. I can't. Oh, 
I'll have to show you that clip, but it's really bad. <laughs> he just screams, I can't, like, 30 times. And you can't, so. he doesn't say the T, just, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then he just, like, he keeps slamming the table. And it's like, wow, this is your Oscar moment. <laughs> this is your Oscar moment. Congratulations. Did he win anything? <laughs> no. <gasps> no. He should have won for Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> Which one? The third. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I just, I really, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I need to buy my PS5. <laughs> I need to buy my PS5. Just play Resident Evil 4, because it's pretty good. That's what I hear. It's pretty Well, good. I have the original RE4 on my PS5. I hear that's pretty good, too. Yeah. He says, okay, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> it's, Sal yeah. it's Salazar, right? He's like, yeah. you won't die, Leon Kennedy. Monsieur Kennedy, and he's like, okay, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. Let's go. Yeah, I just, I gotta play, um, I really want to play Street Fighter Six on it, because of that high-def graphics. It's, uh, I have a 4K TV, so I'd like to see that shit in 4K. Like to see car you'd like to see cartoon. I'd like to see double G titties <laughs> in, in 4k street fighter you watch for fit people you go to like tekken no you go for dead or, dead or alive for that triple g no 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 chung lee i'm sorry there's oh. literally zero reason she should have a dump truck <laughs> there's well, no out. like have you seen those calf muscles cat <laughs> she could crush a water <laughs> By stepping on it. <laughs> God damn it. No, I'm just... Like, the body types in Street Fighter are so dumb. People have been playing the beta. People say it's, like, really good. Yeah. There's, like, a good character customizer on it. I'm very excited. I'm curious if this could be, like, the first fighting game since Smash to get into Game of the Year. Like, if it's really well-received... I could easily see it getting in. They would also have to have that life too, though. That to life. get it would have to because fighters don't really have that like fighter games at least they don't have that like life. Oh, like, span to get them to the end of the year. Well, that in the the game awards sim for Nether Realm. Every That's single Nether Realm game, they've given it to them. The only time they didn't was the original Mortal Kombat because they put Smash the following year but when the ultimate version of mortal kombat came out they gave it to that <laughs> so like they've given every single netherrealm game game uh fighting game and the new one's coming out this year so maybe that'll win <laughs> two three tekken eight which i will be getting because tekken eight looks fucking stellar Fighting games this year are going to slap so hard. I'm so very excited. Until an indie fighter game comes out and Even better. Wipes the floor clean. Throw them all in, it's man. It's an TMNT fighting game. Isn't there going to be... You mentioned this. Isn't there like a different IP that's being put into a brawler type game? Ooh. I thought you said this before. I know Lego is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone was trying to do a brawler. I don't remember though. Me either. <laughs> anyway, um, so now 
movie recommended time. So to start off this weekly series, twenty twenty five, the world oh, yeah, enslaved right. by a virus. That's right. I went very low <laughs> for this first one. I shot very low. <laughs> I wasn't I, expecting it to be a Christian movie. I d- knew the background because it's like a like it's like a faith-based like speaker guy. He does a lot of like seminars and stuff. Look, I'm not the biggest fan of like Christianity. But like that aside, the film as a film is really bad. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like like you're talking about my face yes. Like yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the framing was so awful <laughs> staring directly. <laughs> I wish you could see what we were trying to do here but like it's facing the wall and the two characters are facing the opposite direction or something but like someone's face is like half cut up there was like (laughs) shots where it's like a third like a fourth of their face and it's just like their eyeball like a little bit of their hair and it's like what's the point god is always with us it's like why is that frame there and then they they try to compare the main guy to Jesus because <laughs> he's like, I'm going to spread faith in this time of need. And then like, even though they only show like two sets, the entire movie, they act as if the world is being changed by his teachings of Christianity. We fell towards communism. Some, they never explain how, because obviously why. no one else is Christian that's communist. But, like, communism isn't Christianity. <laughs> like, communism is, like, an economic lifestyle. Christianity is, like, a religious background. Two wildly different things. Like, could yeah, you be a communist Christian? Like, technically, you kind of could. I know, as soon as that communist thing popped up, I'm like, why don't... (laughs) This is zero. You could have just said fascism. Like, it's easier. They just outlawed all religions. Or nationalism would do that, too. Same thing, kind of. (laughs) Nationalism is more realistic, but whatever. No, communist. The liberals are communists. They don't specifically put in politics. But they put in communism. But they put in communism. political to me. (laughs) Yeah, and... They draw fish on the ground, mm-hmm. and that's illegal. They 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 technically performed vandalism <laughs> in the movie. Like they they, if, they they show them doing graffiti, and it's like, did you pay to use that spot? Just pay the city. This like is my head cannon here. So they're just delusional, right? Because they've been inside the so long. No, or no, the... the 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 people in the movie, right? Okay. They, they've been they're so delusional. They've been kept inside for so long. They're just, with no outside contact, they just became delusional. So they just start sneaking outside and spray painting fish. And, you know, they're d- destroying public property. So the, the police have to stop them. Because they're destroying public property. <laughs> you know? But they they're think the it's because of the Christian property. faith. <laughs> yeah, but they think it's the... So it's like taxi driver. It's like taxi driver. It's... <laughs> no. No. 
Because it's not, not really. as funny as Taxi Driver. Because <laughs> Taxi Driver, well, it is all in their head, but it's like in, from a different perspective, you know what I mean? Mm. Requiem for a dream. They're just, they're just, <laughs> yeah, it's like modern day Requiem for a dream. Just think about it. Just think about it. Like, you can, like deep drug, inside, there's a good movie. <laughs> Not even remote. <laughs> if you just, the, and the color grading, the framing. <laughs> it's blue all the time. Or like, they, they, for, like, they, there's no reason for it to be blue. Like, they're outside and they force like a blue fog color grade. Like, why'd you add the fog? Why'd you add the, the blue? blue? represents God. God. And then, like, he gets executed at the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like, what the fuck? We literally skipped the last 40 minutes. We tried. We tried. Like, we got through the first, like, 50 minutes. We're like, how much do we have? And we had 40 minutes left, and we're like, fuck that. <laughs> so we just, we skipped through and we were waiting to see like action happen so we were just zooming through Tubi and we found like two scenes of quote unquote action and there's like nothing going on there's just soldiers walking and then they repeat the opening action scene again later in the movie Resident Evil 6 Resident Evil like, then they ex they execute him at the end. But these are communists. They're not they're not fascists, so they won't broadcast it on TV. For an example, they will just go over on the ditch and shoot him in that same spot where they caught him, and they spray painted in that same spot. And he sung campfires at that same spot with those people. I'm so glad we skipped so. the part where he was singing because I really didn't want to <laughs> listen to that. And we did. We just skipped to the part where he, we, we waited to the. We skipped to the park where oh, that Christian was executed. They're, they're doing a drug bust. That's why the SWAT came in. Did they? Yeah. Is that actually what happened? I don't know. No, that's my head. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Or not the, not the police, because the police can't do anything for some reason. They have the militia with their red jeep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have the militia because a communist... It was so low budget that the, the police uniforms look like shit. They looked like they bought like party city gear, and then they just put like like foam on it the to make it scene, look. You could just see Velcro and the police things hanging up. I don't yeah. know if you just noticed that. Or like, I swear to God, the guns are probably like airsoft guns, and they just like chopped off the orange tip. That's illegal. <laughs> it is, but they did it anyway. Uh, they should have kept the orange tip on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Now, th that was probably loaded guns, because they, they don't care about <laughs> safety. <laughs> they don't care about safety. So they're they think it's fake. God is on our side. They think it's woke BS, so they just have no gun safety on the set. So they just, they're like, you have a loaded gun. <laughs> just, like, just, just start shooting at me. It's but they didn't shoot, because they had fake muzzle flashes. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> They tried to make it look semi-decent, but it looked really bad. It's not like the stock one. It, like, they made it look small, but, like, the effect was, like, too quick. Usually a muzzle flash is, like, that. You can't even notice it, but, like, there's, like, a lingering light effect and smoke. But they didn't, you know, have the time or, you know, the patience for that kind of stuff. So they just tried to have a small muzzle shoot and then... It's like, guys, oh, it looks so oh, real. No and then, blood. 
Yeah, no blood. Or, like, when they do have blood. Like, okay, so a character gets shot in the arm, and then the next scene, there's no blood. <laughs> there's no blood. Yeah, like, that, that's the one where she falls over, right? Under, under the oh, I thought she got shot. There. No, that's the one where she got Yeah, she, she got over. shot, and then she fell over. And... Yeah. Ah. And then, like, ah. there was just, like, a, like a, a, a hooded hooligan that <laughs> who was like in the military and he was like a redneck but like it's set in germany yeah. what <laughs> oh, you like, can't what? forget about the hacker gamer girl bro yeah for she's some not religious but she's in the cause she's she's like yeah i could i could spread that around you're like like but for they tried case. to make it sound realistic because the characters use words such as like and and just like regular terms we would use but how they used it it's i forgot what the effect is but it's when you say more words that could have been condensed oh, yeah. into fewer yeah a lot of the scenes just dragged on because of that <laughs> so they just kept like going they never stopped oh, oh. <laughs> they just <laughs> oh you were in the military huh it's like oh that's yeah, pretty yeah, I was, cool I was in man the they get five minute backstory about, it. <laughs> and then they would have like the woman in the frame, but like in the corner of the frame, like they could have moved it like two centimeters, and she wouldn't have been in the. Fr and it was just medium shot, no close up, no long takes. Everything that dissolves. Oh my god, the fucking fade to black dissolves were atrocious. Yeah, it was in the military. Yeah, I was <laughs> like they had cuts where like the main guy leans over and then it cuts back to the same shot. Like, what was the point of going to the fade to black dissolve to the same shot? What it's was the point? Thematic. You don't understand. <laughs> this is the film that united an entire generation against the communist tyrants, Joe Biden, liberal, <laughs> liberal, <laughs> damn communist. <laughs> Damn communist liberal Joe Biden. <laughs> like, it's set in Germany, but, like, this is so targeted towards American politics. This is, like, really lame. Why, though? I can't <laughs> explain. Like, I can't, I can't explain. Like, normally, when I talk about movies, I try to be, like, general about it. But, like, for this one, the, the specifics. You can get into so many specifics and, like, all the technical stuff that is just so flawed with the movie. Like, sometimes I just say, oh, the dialogue was ass. Or, like, I'll say, oh, yeah, the sets and costumes were good. And I, like, just to kind of make it go quick. But this one's, I'm talking about, like, fucking muzzle flashes and, like, <laughs> like framing and shit. Like, I don't know why this one in particular just pisses well, I mean, me it, off it, so it much. It is uh, very off-putting to, to have someone's half face nodding and going uh-huh oh yeah uh-huh yeah in the corner while this guy half face is uh, like some people that like, were talking yeah, yeah. in the film aren't in focus or in the frame at all like it's just like a reaction <laughs> shot of them just like nodding along with it it's focusing on the wall <laughs> the wall is more important it's about the division <laughs> and the unity that comes when the camera pulls back a little bit <laughs> or it's the fact that the government is putting like cameras and it's like shot like the truman show yeah but the truman show is like well storyboarded and the framing did you know that every shot of truman is a camera 
that is set up. So, like, when he's walking in the beginning, like, the shot of him, it's like a body cam that he doesn't know about. And, like, when the thing falls out of the sky, he looks at the light post. And you don't understand that, like, it's not the light post. But the point is that the camera is from the light post. Like, it's shot as if it was, like, like found footage or something. Or it was shot like reality TV. Like, it should be. But, like... A live leak video. A live Exactly. Exactly. Like... The Truman Show is, like, well-framed and, like, well-directed, well-acted. <laughs> so is 2025, whatever the subtitle is. The World Enslaved by a Virus. I think that's, or is it all world? I don't even care. Enslaved <laughs> by a virus that doesn't exist. They, they never say COVID. Do they say, do they not, did they say COVID? No. I don't think they did. Probably they never they ex- wanted to get into some countries. Like China. Mm. Yes. Because I think China doesn't like that word. COVID. Lorona. They should have called it Lorona. And it would have been just fine. Yeah. I don't know. This film is so bad. It's really bad. And I'm sorry that we started this <laughs> movie recommend <laughs> with 2025. Um, but I think we can only go up from here, right? So this is where I pass it off to you. Now you can pick any movie. And uh, I don't... I had one last week, but I forgot what it was. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to go back into my watch list. Um, and it could be like literally anything. Damn, it was something... What the fuck is that? Um, oh, I already watched that. Why is that on here? Uh, we... Well, see, if I go through my watch list, I have 5,000 options. <laughs> and you have, like, 300. <laughs> like, our watch lists are so, like, different. I just put this on my watch list. Even if I'll never even recognize that this movie exists ever again, I'll just have it on my watch list. Like, all right. Because I have one the next time I do it. But I'm not sure which one you have next. Some of these I already watched. You should take them off. I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. Um, there's like a shuffle option. Yes, there is. Sort by shuffle. And, yeah. Okay, the first one is. No, we're not watching American Assassin. Which I know that's a that? literally me movie, but. Is that a new one? 2018, right? Or is that a yeah, one? it's newer. And then, um... I don't want to watch Matilda. <laughs> well, just pick one that you, like, you are interested in. That you just haven't Oh, it was... It. Oh, my gosh, it was Swiss Army Man. I oh, Swiss Army Man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Daniels' first feature film. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to put to write that down. <laughs> because I might forget. Um, Swiss Army Man. A Swiss Army Man. Movie recommend. Okay. Fucking. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good choice. The funny, the funny, dead Daniel, <laughs> the funny dead man movie. 
Um, so I actually have two things left. Um, okay, so first, I uh, is that goddamn cat? All right. So first thing I have is I rewatched Shit's Creek when I was sick. This is like the twelfth time I've seen Shit's Creek. It's like one of those shows that I just have in the background. Yeah. And then, like, you can just hop in at any point and, like, be in it. It's like The Office, but I'm like The Office where I, like, turned on it because, like, I just, I saw it so much. This is, like, it's been in and out. And so, like, I cycle it through with other, like, sitcoms. So, no. Shit's Creek's really good. It's very, very deadpan, very dry. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta have a certain taste for it. But it was very good. It's a funny name too. Shit. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very funny show. It it utilizes its small setting in like a very, like well defined. Every character is very well defined. You have the mother that just has like a vocabulary. That's so ridiculous and <laughs> like really just dumb, but it's so fun to watch. You have a dad that is like clueless, but has like a good heart. You have the daughter that is very snotty, <laughs> like, but like learns to be not snotty. That's a good arc. That's a good arc. And then the um, you have the other one, David. He learns to love and oh, to have proper relationship. He's the David. He's the son. David. So the reason why, because like, this is gonna tie in interesting. So the show did win nine Emmys. But it only won for its sixth season, which was the last one, funnily enough. So, like, the first four seasons, no one cared. And then the second, the fifth season, I think it got some nominations, but it didn't win anything. Then the final season, they were like, oh, shit. We should maybe give it stuff. <laughs> we should maybe give it stuff. So, I think Shit's Creek... This season that it won for is one of, like, three shows to win all four acting categories. So probably one for all the seasons together, then, is what you're saying. Well, it, it goes by season, so, like... Yeah, but they probably just gave it to him, like, yeah, this is for six Like, years. the whole thing, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, we're honoring you for, like, the whole thing, basically. So, this was the first comedy to win all seven above the line show directing writing and then the four acting yeah that's like a sweep you don't see that in comedies at all really that much i mean unless everything everywhere is funny but i mean well I'm, i'm just i just mean like it was the first time a comedy show had ever pulled that off in like the 70 something years the emmys have been around which is kind of interesting because that was the first year I paid attention to the Emmys, but I didn't watch them until two years ago. So I've been following it for like three years, but watched it for two. Um, it, it was so interesting because like at 
Dan Levy. He is like the creator, writer of the show. He plays David. He won four Emmys in like one day. <laughs> he won for writing, directing, producing, acting. <laughs> he was just up there so many goddamn times. He was just like, okay, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say at this point. He's good for the rest of his career. career. Yeah, he's he's good. So yeah. I mean, it's a very well-crafted show. I think it deserved all of the Emmys it got. Everyone's, like, really funny. I'm not entirely sure if I loved the ending. The ending is, like, they find a way to get out and, like, be rich again, I guess. But I, I feel like the point of the show is, like, they learned humanity because they were in a shithole for several years. <laughs> And they learned humanity. And they learned to not grow. Be an not be an ass. To respect lower class individuals. A real human being. Real human being. Exactly. And exactly. a real hero. A real hero. Exactly. So because I rewatched Shit's I'd give the whole show like an 8, maybe a 9. You gotta be in a mood for it, but it's really good. I'd recommend it. So because... I, I remembered that it won all those Emmys. I decided I'd do Emmy predictions quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, I finished season three, if it helps. Oh, all. Mando? So, yeah. Oh, I, my gosh. You I could give me some insight. You can give me some insight. Um, Want to do a review of it first? Yeah, oh, I should okay. probably. So, just, uh, so, you know, things you're probably going to be looking for. I think people complain about the production design because it looks cheap. But it's going well, to be nominated anyway. It's a TV show. Anyway. It's, 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 it's going to be nominated anyway. Yeah, it's going to get nominated anyway. I still think it looks great. The Emmys are probably the best when it comes to award shows and techs. Because they have hundreds of tech categories. Maybe like a hundred something tech categories. Because they go by like the period. But they also go by like the category of like, is it an hour long? Is it a half hour? Is it like a period comedy? Is it contemporary? And they've like... 10 makeup categories they have like 10 visual effects category like they have so many ca they have stuff for like props like they go all out with their stuff and that's amazing i wish more like awards would do that but they all try to focus on like the main ones to be fair they have that's what they do mostly focus on to be fair <laughs> like I'm glad that they at least recognize it, you know? Like, they recognize title themes and shit. Like, no one would do that, <laughs> you know? Well, you can have a title theme good, but everything else is bad. Well, that's true. But, like, I'm glad that they recognize a lot of that stuff. I'm glad that they recognize a lot of that stuff. Um, but, yeah, anyway, you were talking about Mando. <laughs> Makeup... They, they switched the aliens to makeup now. They're not really CGI. They have a CGI special effects award at the Emmys, right? Oh, they have plenty. Yeah. Yeah, I think this they is definitely They have makeup one. and hairstyling, it's, like, separately. So, just it, it'll be in both, probably. Just this last episode, the last episode, there's a jetpack fight. It's like, you know, the two armies clashing, you know? Sure. Okay. But it's, like, with jetpacks. So, is this the, the last Mando of... season? No. There's going to be more, okay. but I, 
just is this the weakest much. of the three? I'm gonna say no, because I what like would the general audience. The general audience would go three, two, and one, so it got progressively worse. I'd say you mean one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, one, two, three. It got progress. I would say the first one is still the best, but the second one only holds up because it has a bunch of cameos. That's all you guys are ooging about. A woog. A woog. Boba Fett's back. Wow. A soak. But this show has Bo-Katan, okay? But what was originally what originally was just a cameo is now a character arc. Have you heard of that? No. No? You don't know what an arc is? What is an arc? She goes from some a terrorist, an actual to terrorist, an <laughs> to an ally. <laughs> from a terrorist to an ally. Uh-huh. Christ. She becomes someone I don't like into someone I don't care. I do like. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, that's crazy. You know? Mando does take a backseat in this season, and Bo-Katan steals the spotlight. But you know what? Fuck you. I don't care. Because I like Bo-Katan. Glub shit. I like glub shit. Back up. Imagine making four billion dollars because of glub shit. Imagine creating glub shit, and you could sell it for four billion dollars. Let's go. George Lucas, you madman. Um. Alright. So I won't be doing text, because that would literally take for. Yeah. Um. I'm doing the mainline ones, but I will mention some text. What? Because like what I think. No writing. I think if no, I'm doing acting only. Okay. Because I'm not doing like, because like writing's weird. You can have like three of the same show in it. Because like some of them will have the same writers, like some will have different writers. Some will be like the same writers, but it's like different episodes. Just don't have Mando or probably Andor. Uh, actually, I think. Maybe we'll get to we'll get to it. So all right, I'll start with comedy. So I'm just gonna go off of uh, Gold Derby because that's gonna make things easier for me to. I didn't want to take forever and write it down. So, and I actually have a lot of. So this is like the area of expertise my parents would be in, right? My parents watch a shit ton of TV. So this is the kind of stuff where I could ask my dad, yo, do you think Ted Lasso's going to win this year? And he'd be like, eh, I didn't like the season as much. And then I could I could pocket that information. Like, inter- <laughs> interesting. So yeah, I do th- have Ted Lasso at one. I It's the last season, but they've already honored it twice. And from what I've heard, it is the weakest. It is the most hit or miss. From what I've heard. And it didn't have the same cultural impact the other ones seemed yeah. to have. I don't this really one. remember the main character's name. <laughs> nice. This could um, definitely be an Abbott Elementary takeover. Um, season 2 has been widely acclaimed. People, it's been trending on Twitter every day. Yeah, my sister liked the first season. I loved the first season. I'm very excited to never see it because i got rid of hulu (laughs) i can't i might get hulu again eventually but not right now people love the second season of abbott elementary it trended every week it came out on twitter it had like a 
Jim and Pam office moment sometime in the season that was like really big. So just saying, just saying. You can have an office you can't an office slash workplace sitcom without a romance. Jim and Pam. <laughs> without a Jim and Pam romance. Number three, I have the bear. Breakout hit for FX. Massive breakout hit. It got nominated everywhere that I can think of. I think it got, like, Critics' Choice, Golden Globe. It is, like, super well-received. Like, the actors are going to be coming along with it. The writing and directing are going to be coming along with it. Like, it's like a big breakout. But I think because Ted Lasso is, you know, Ted Lasso and Abbott Elementary took two seasons to become a massive juggernaut, the bear might just end up taking, like, a third place spot you but know succession is also on its final season it is we will get to drama <laughs> only murders in the building i have it four this is never gonna win comedy like ever i'm so sorry it's gonna be one that gets nominations but it's just not gonna win it's gonna be one of those like better seat fillers Saul. it's gonna be one of those seat yeah like better call Saul. <laughs> like actually yeah it's gonna, be, it's gonna be one of those seat fillers berries showtime uh, season four of Barry, I have it five. People are really liking the first episode that dropped. There's a lot of goodwill for Bill Hader. They want him to win a directing Emmy. He has two acting for Barry, but he doesn't have a directing one. People want him to win director, which could happen. But I feel like The Bear or Abbott Elementary or even Ted Lasso, which won last year, could take it. So we'll see. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season five, last season. We have a lot of last seasons on here. So next year is going to shake things up a bit, and that's quite exciting. Because, like, Ted Lasso, Barry, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel are all gone, right? Like, three big ones. Like, Mrs. Maisel is in the top 20 most awarded Emmy shows of all time. Like, it has plenty. <laughs> the first season won, like, like 15 emmys or something fucking stupid <laughs> like it has so many it just doesn't need to win it has its awards but it'll definitely get in seven i have wednesday i guess this is comedy i guess they're gonna put it in comedy um it's not It'll get a lot of text, but when it comes to above the line, it's mostly just looking at, like, actress and show. And, like, that's it. It's not looking at too much. Um, number eight, the Ryan Johnson show Poker Face. It took a second, but when all of it had aired, it's still at, like, 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like, people love this show. It's going to be, like, a big hit for them they have a second season coming out already <laughs> not like oh, right now miniseries no 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 um the actress will be nominated it's gonna get like guest actors and stuff um possible upsets shrinking another apple tv show my parents watched it they really like shrinking jason seagal and harrison ford are in it they're gonna get nominated in their respective categories It'll probably maybe get writing. So that's why it's like number nine. It's like right there, you know. And then number 10, I have What We Do in the Shadows. Got on the past two years. But like it's 
it's another one of those like seat fillers, one of those like interchangeable ones. It's not a lock. Atlanta, people haven't really been on top of it like last time. <laughs> I, I do want to hip alley, uh, at least hypno hustlers happening. Hypno hustler, let's go. Watch it actually be good. You wait. It's probably gonna. Be, it probably is good. It's just. It has, it has the funny thing. It has the funny. That's Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. I'm telling you. All right. You, I don't know. So, comedy actress Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary. She's gonna win. She's gonna win. Um, because Gene Smart for um, Hacks isn't here. She won twice in a row. Well, now that show's over. So Abbott Elementary can come in first. <laughs> can come in first. Uh, two. I have Rachel Brunson for Mrs. Maisel. She's won already, but she is the lead of the show and its ending. She's probably gonna be good. So three. Jenna Ortega Wednesday. She's she's like a lock to get him. Four. Christina Applegate dead to me. Most people don't know Why what this show dead? is. So, I saw the first two seasons. They're on Netflix. It got bad really quick. <laughs> so, the first season's, like, an interesting, like, crime comedy drama. It's about a woman that hits someone with their car and kills them. And then tries to befriend the wife of the person that she hit. Dear Evan Hansen? Oh. <gasps> What? <laughs> what? I haven't seen you. I don't know what oh. you're talking about. <laughs> I thought he, like, kills some... He, like, he murder... He accident. Someone dies and he befriends that person and lies about it. No, so... Uh, someone commits suicide. That's pretty grim. And wrote his name on a kid's broken arm. Like, their cast... Oh, dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Then he used and then, for his public for to be f popular. To be famous. <laughs> Anywho, looks uh, like a forty. So here's the school. thing: Christina Applegate kind of can't work anymore. She had some surgeries. She gained a lot of weight. That's not like a bad thing, but like she was, she like can't stand anymore. She's like walkers and stuff. Oh, so like like like, like actual like yeah like damage happened to she like looks good still it's just like a lot of nerve damage and stuff I feel like so people might want to give her the award because it's like oh she had to go through hell to get this final season out and it's that it could be a good time to award her because it's like there's not like a clear front runner although I feel like Quinta Brunson will probably win they could give it to her. Uh, Natasha Leone, Poker Face. Um, I hear she's very good. She's like a... I mean, he's Ryan Johnson. He makes great characters. Their Her writing's probably insane. So most people have Selena Gomez for only murders in the building. However, I'm gonna go... Because I have one in 48 odds. I would get insane bank if I get this right. But I have Linda Cardellini in Dead to Me. There's two leads in the show. And while Christina Applegate's like a lock, Linda Cardellini, every time, people are like, nah, she's not going to get in. And then she's gotten in every time. So I'm like, well, it's not that crowded of a field. 
there's like seven, maybe eight contenders, and you pick six, she could easily make it in. But she's still super low, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna pick her. <laughs> I'm gonna pick her. And I'm, I would get insane odds <laughs> if that happened. Uh, but most people have Selena Gomez, because she is like the only female lead in the show. And she's like Hispanic. People want her to get in because it'd be like one of the first Hispanic people. Oh, and she had the drama in. too on Twitter or whatever. Or something. Or but something. I don't the have Kardashians her. or whatever. I don't have her. They feel bad. Or was that Taylor Swift? I'm not remember. sure. I don't care about Comedy girl, actor. So. Here we go. So a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, Jason Sudeikis is going to win a third for Ted Lasso. Or like, oh, Bill Hader's going to win a third for Barry. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm going with Jeremy Allen White for the bear. Big breakout for him. He's been in stuff, but this was like a huge funny thing. <laughs> He's like screaming. He's like crying. He's like a seven minute lawn take monologue. He's got like He's literally cool. everything you would need. Like the show is a drama. Most people that watch it say the only thing funny about it is the trailers. <laughs> Like, it's actually a drama that they just put into comedy. <laughs> I don't know. If you've seen the memes, it's pretty funny. There is... Some of it's pretty funny. But, like, it's pretty good. So, yeah. I have him for the bear. And he also won the Golden Globe. He gave a great speech. Like, it's out there that you can give it to him, you know? He's, like, the face of the show. Well, I guess on top of... Well, like, a lot of people are in the face of the show. <laughs> but, yeah. I do have... Sudeikis and Hater two and three. Steve Martin, Martin Short will get in for Only Murders in the Building four and five. Number six, Jason Seagal shrinking. That makes sense. Um, maybe Donald Glover Atlanta. He's gotten in every time, but like Atlanta's not that popular this season. And then like maybe Nicholas Holt for The Great. He's gotten every time as well. But ha, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I'm going with different people. Oh my gosh, I gotta zoom through. What about beef? I thought beef was good. This is limited series. That's a limited series. Oh, well, I'm in oh, comedy yeah, that's right. right now. That's they right. split it I up. For, I for gore. I for gore. <laughs> I for gore. <laughs> they split it up, yeah. I for gore. Right. Supporting, I'm gonna go quickly. I have three Abbott Elementary people. So I have Cheryl Lee Ralph, who won last year in a surprise. Janelle James, who's the principal in that show. I have her nominated. Then I have Lisa Ann Walter, who's like the funny, like, MILF character <laughs> in, the, in the show. Like the white person. She's like the one of two white people in the show. But I have her Until getting in. Three. Three uh, okay, then I have two Ted Lasso people. Hannah Waddingham. She won for the first season, was supposed to win for the second, and lost. So I'm not sure she's like gonna win again. Um, and then I have Juna Temp Juno Temple. She's gotten in both times. Let's see here. My number two is Ao Edebiri for the bear. Once the bear dropped, she got attached to like ten things. Like she just absolutely blew up. And I think she even won the indie spirit. <laughs> like she has awards for this already so my thought process is hey she's fucking great in it i think she could 
I think she could win. They don't seem to go with the same people in supporting. They've given it to different people every time. From what I remember the past couple of years. Doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but... <laughs> um, I think Ao Beery is my number two. And then I have... Hey, Peter, lady. <laughs> from Mrs. Maisel. Hey, Peter. Alex Brostein. And then I have someone, uh, Sarah Goldberg from Barry. I have her in. Um, other contenders. They pick eight in this category. That's kind of a lot. Sometimes there's Saturday Night Live people, but this is like a very crowded category. I could see them skipping that this year. Um, supporting actor. I have Taylor James Williams for <clears throat> uh, Abbott Elementary. He won the Golden Globe on its, you know, four award. Was it four or was it three? He, he, he won. It was like a big deal. Um, so he shot up to number one. I have, I have two Ted Lasso people. Brett Goldstein. He won for the first season. I think he won for the second season too. He won a couple times. Nick Mohammed. I've seen him in the show. I've seen him in clips. He's actually pretty good. Henry Winkler. Happy Days guy. <laughs> he's in Barry. He's gotten in every time. Harrison Ford shrinking, the funny old guy. Harrison Ford can now be called the, the funny old guy. He actually seems like he's trying to emote in this I one. It's crazy. Care. I don't care. Anthony Kerrigan so, Barry. What do you think? Do you think Han Solo's still alive? I don't care. I don't fucking give. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> it's like, get the Did you hear they're making a new Star Wars? I don't care. I don't care. I saw him in an interview in the 70s. It was the only time he ever actually seemed to give a shit about Star Wars. Yeah, because... And it was because it was the first one, you know? Because, like, the critic was like, yeah, but why is this different from something else? And he's like, because it's a space fan. And he's like, he was actually getting into it. He was, like, smiling about it. But like, literally every other time, he's just like... That's all they approach him about. Imagine only being known for one thing. Well, because it's the first time he wasn't known for it yet. So he was, like, really excited about it. But then he's only known as that. And he's just like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> this fucking sucks. He's got older. <laughs> he aged. But yet he loves coming back to Indiana. I don't understand. In Biambo Jones. Um, let's see. Last person, Tony Shalhoub. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. He's won an Emmy for it. He doesn't need another one. <laughs> um... Yeah, there's a couple of other people that could get in. Eben Moss Barik for the bear. I have one in 46 odds for him. I have very good odds for him. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to go through the guest actors. This is going to take fucking... <laughs> um, let me skip through these people. All right. Now let's go to drama. Because drama got interesting. So, The White Lotus which won limited series last year, even though the second season was premiering at that point, which is really fucked up, but had to switch because, you know, it got a second season. So it went to drama. So that's one HBO contender. 
Succession, which has won twice already, had its fourth season, and is getting the reviews... It is... The, oh, the second episode of season four is tied for the highest rated episode of television ever on IMDb. Mm-hmm. So that's HBO contender number two. <laughs> Last of Us, massive run, broke records, love across the board, going to win a shit ton of techs, is going to get actors in. Third HBO contender, House of the Dragon, techs, actors, one Golden Globe. Fourth HBO contender. Fourth HBO contender. Now, Better Call Saul technically premiered its second half after the due date. So, it counts. Let's go! So, they get one one more chance to award Bob Odenkirk. It's showtime. It's showtime. Uh, the Crown, which, you know... The fourth season of The Crown won 11 Emmys and won all seven above-the-line Emmys is number six right now. The fifth season kind of just came out. It didn't get as much marketing, and this happened right when the tier system happened for Netflix. More people were concerned about, like, yo, what the fuck, some content's not even on certain tiers. Like, that whole debacle came out. It just premiered at a bad time. It would be higher, but it's just not having a good day. It's not having a good day. Now, the final two is where it gets interesting. There are two Star Wars shows vying for the slot. Andor Season 1 and Mando Season 3. Eye of Andor. Yeah. I have 1 in 35 odds for Andor. and That's really good. That's really good. Um... Because on Gold Derby, it's below Mando, which is strange. Because Mando got in drama the past two seasons, and it's won shit tons of tech Emmys, right? So I understand why it's like, oh yeah, we like Mando, we like Mitt, and then they'll just like, they'll give it to Mando, give it to Mando again. But the absolute love for Andor when that dropped was huge. And Mando just hasn't been living up to the hype it feels like. feels like... I mean, to be fair, Andor came out later, so maybe they won't care as much as, like, what came out more recently. But, like, to be fair, Squid Game was out for a year before it started winning Emmys, so... (laughs) Um, But either way, like, I'm... I have a feeling Andor and, like, Mando will be getting in together... At the tech ones, when it comes to above the line, the love for like the filmmakers behind the scenes is what's going to push Andor in. Plus, lead actor Diego Luna is a lock. It's a fucking lock. <laughs> like everywhere, <laughs> nominated everywhere so far. He's funny too. <laughs> he is like Golden Globe, Critics' Choice. He's gonna get in everywhere. The guy's been killed. That's my guess. So that's my number seven. Now, number eight, I could go with Mando, but I'm not going to go with two Star Wars shows. I could go with Yellowstone. It's the highest reviewed yet, and people are actually recognizing it now. People are like, yo, 
What the fuck? <laughs> you should recognize Yellowstone. Some people say the boys. That's a long shot. It's way too competitive. I'd kill for the boys to get in, but that's like, nah, that's not happening. I'm boys so, sweep. The boys sweep. You're the real hero. You're the real hero. <laughs> I'm better. <laughs> oh my god, this is so good. Um, and my number eight is Yellow Jackets. So this is a Showtime show. It. The first season got in, it got good reviews, but the second season has been getting good reviews, but no one's, like, talking about it, and it, like, changed direction, because I heard one of them was a musical, one of the episodes, and that came off as weird, because I thought it was just, like, a straightforward drama, and I'm not sure how that works, <laughs> like, wait a minute, what the fuck, but... There's, like, actors, and usually actors correlating with it is pretty good. Alright, so now lead actress. This is kind of a mess. There's not really a front runner. My number one is not most people's number one. My number one's Bella Ramsey. But that could very easily not happen. <laughs> My thought process is like, oh, well, she could win for more, like, insane shit later. When she's, like, violently murdering a bunch of people. And, like, cussing a ton. And, like, crying and screaming about Joel, you know? Like, I could see her winning because of the bait in later seasons, <laughs> you know? But I just have a feeling that, like... And I... I don't know. I just... I see a world... Where she could win, but, like, nothing else about it does. Because, like, Succession's gonna fucking pop up. <laughs> so, number two, um, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets. She's number one on Gold Derby, but I have her on number two. Um, Amelda Staunton, Staunton, the crown. She's playing Queen Elizabeth, so it's kind of a big deal. Um, Emma D'Arcy. House of the Dragon got in at Golden Globe. That's probably going to make it. Elizabeth Moss, Handmaid's Tale, has gotten in for every season. That makes a lot of sense. So now when it comes to, like, number six, no one really knows. No one really knows. People are just like, oh, maybe it's this one. <laughs> this white woman. This Hey, how'd you know that the next ten were white women? Um... But number six on Gold Derby is Helen Mirren for 1923. The Yellowstone spinoff? Wouldn't you want to nominate the Yellowstone people? Why would you nominate Helen Mirren for the spinoff? Because she's good in it. That's true. 1923? That's five years after Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so number one. For drama actor, Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I. The, the goodwill for him is insane, right? He won Critics' Choice, standing ovation, by the way. I could just. I could see it. I could see a world where they haven't where given. perfect. <sighs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I just. I just... 
Yeah, I could just, I don't know. I feel like he's number one every year. And then he gets fucked over every year. Like, I could just, I could see it. <laughs> see, right before the Emmys start, you know, he's in the bathroom. He's, it's showtime. And then it's, you know, then, then it's him, you know, the crying. He's like slamming the phone into the. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number two. The Emmys. The truth is, they never really mattered that much. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Based. <laughs> okay, so number two, Jeremy Strong's succession. You should watch Breaking Bad. I'm breaking <laughs> the fun. Number three, Pascal for The Last of Us. I have considered if he could win. But I feel like Bella Ramsey probably will have more love. I th- but to be fair, he could win supporting for season two. Because he would go support. Because, you know, he fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> like, just I say- don't know. Now they're saying they're going to stretch it out even longer. Well, I thought it was just two seasons. Uh, now, nope. They said it's going to be multiple and we're not. we may not go straight to season three. See, uh, part two, we'll see. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Makes money. So Time to ruin it. <laughs> four seasons of no tension because you know these characters aren't going to die until season five. What a waste of time. Just, I thought the whole... <laughs> I thought the whole point was that they were just going to adapt the game. This is bullshit. Alright, number four. This is where it's going to get a bit controversial. Brian Cox, Succession. He's been co-lead every season but he dies in the second episode. And there's like eight. Is he lead anymore? That's like guest actor worthy. He's in two episodes. That's like supporting actor or guest actor. But people are like, well, like he got in for lead like every time. Do we just keep him there? Do they fraud him in lead? Because, like, he was lead, but, like... The fraud lead. That's my guess. Because there's enough room for them to fraud him into lead. Yeah. But, like, technically he's not this season. Or maybe he has flashbacks and he still shows up throughout. Maybe. I feel like that's kind of annoying. Because, like, if he wins lead... And died in the second episode? Like, ah! <laughs> That's kind of weird. I'm not gonna lie. That'd be kind of... That'd be kind of annoying. But he's, he's said some based things on Twitter. That's pretty cool. <laughs> based in, like, a funny way. He just, like... He mentioned that people that method act are fucking stupid. <laughs> just, like, read the line. Jared Leto is not stupid. He, Jared Leto is... He put dead rats in Margot Robbie's mailbox. One, excuse me. <laughs> anywho, anywho, anywho. All right, five, Diego Luna, Andor. He's actually number seven on Gold Derby, which is strange. Because he was top five. He's dropped. But I think he's still going to get in. But I guess because people want Mandor to get Mandor to get in. Mm-hmm. Anywho, now... Number six, I have Paddy Considine, 
House of the Dragon. I don't... I don't know. It's definitely a lady. No, it's a dude. Um, oh, it's a dude. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford is possible for 1923, especially if Helen Mirren is, like, pretty high. Perry Mason, Matthew Reese, people want him to get in. Kevin Costner, Yellowstone. That That's... I, he, I mean, he won the Golden Globe, but, like... Isn't it the last season? I think yeah, it is. Think so. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> that was really loud. All right, drama supporting actress. Here is where we see one, two, three White Lotus people. That's pretty cool. Three White Lotus people. So see, because this has Jennifer Coolidge, who has been sweeping literally everything. She won for the first season. Then we have Aubrey Plaza, a.k.a. Mother, <laughs> for season two. And then Megan Fahey. Fahey? Fahey. I don't how to know how to say that last. Anywho. Number two, Sarah Snook, Succession. Apparently, she's, like, good in, like, other seasons, but she's, like, phenomenal this season. People are making fan edits and stuff. That's how I know this. That's how I know this. That's how I know this. Alright. Rhea Seahorn, Better Call Saul at number three. Um, Better Call Saul. The funny show. The funny show. Elizabeth Debicki played Princess Diana. So she's number four for the crown. That's true. Nice. <laughs> Christina Ritchie for Yellow Jackets and number six. And then I have Leslie Manville for The Crown at number eight. Um, however, a lot of people are saying maybe Carol Burnett for Better Call Saul or maybe another succession person because that's possible. Succession gets like four <laughs> or something crazy. Drama supporting actor. So last year, Matthew McFadden won for Succession. So I have him again at number one. And Kieran Culkin for Succession, I have a number two. If it's a guest, then why not? No, this is no, this is drama supporting actor. Oh, okay. This is different. This is different. I thought you were on guest. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No. Um. Oh gosh. All right. What am I looking for here? Oh, okay. Um. Oh, okay. Giancarlo Esposito have a number three for Better Call Saul. He got snubbed last year. Randomly. <laughs> but, like, people love his performance in this show. So I could easily see him getting in again. Giancarlo Esposito. F. Murray Abraham, The White Lotus. There's going to be a couple of those. Matt Smith. The Morb guy. <laughs> but he's not being nominated for Morb. He's being nominated for House of the Dragon. I don't remember his name anymore. No. <laughs> you just rem um What what was he? He saves Milo! Milo! Yeah, Milo. he saves Milo. He saves Milo. He has to kill Milo at the end. But then Milo comes back in the fifth one, thank the Lord. We missed Milo. So glad he came back in the fifth one. But why did they have to kill off Morbius and Morbius 11, the end of Morb 
into of the Morbiverse. Into the Morbiverse. The end of the Morbiverse. In the Morbiverse. I liked the Across the Morbiverse, though. That was a pretty good one. That was a good one, yeah. Across yeah. the Morbiverse. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. Morbius. Um, Nicholas Braun Succession, Jonathan Price The Crown. There's a lot of Succession people. Or fucking Jonathan Banks, the funny old guy. Better call Saul. He's a possibility. Uh. (laughs) I have a interesting one. So this is one in forty six odds. This is pretty good odds. I have Stellan Skarsgård for Andor. He was higher, but he's dropped. Because people don't have faith in Andor. But I have a feeling that it's going to be Andor. So I'm saying he's going to get in. And he's going to be... I'm going to get nice, nice odds. more drama too. Nice odds. More drama Exactly. Truth is... Very much. Truth is, it was rigged from the start. So I don't know too much about the guest category... But I do want to mention that The Last of Us is going to have plenty of them. Plenty of them. Because outside the two leads, no one's consistent in the show. So I have Tess in, or Anna Torv, for The Last of Us. It's going to be some of the succession people. There's like three of them that are in the top six. Um, I have... Uh, not Storm Reed, The Last of Us. Although she is up there. Um, shit. Oh, Melena Linsky was in The Last of Us. She probably plays a new character. I'm trying to think of who she played. Was she the guy that the two brothers were running from in the show? She played like... Is she the redhead? No. Or not really brown? Brown. Yeah. Brown. It's a lighter brown, yeah. I'm trying to think so. Yeah. Yeah. Guest actor. This is a fight between the episode three people of Last of Us. Either Nick Offerman or Murray Bar- Barlett. It's one of those two. Uh, just give the award to both of them. A tie. Because they wouldn't have been able to be good without each other. It's true. That's true. That's facts. It's facts. So, no... That, that's why they're not going to win because nobody's they're not they can't pick so they're just going to go with someone else well on number three of brian cranston better call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> um number four of succession guy number five andy circus Andor. people are a bit his name was kino Keen. <laughs> the funny number six i have aaron paul better call Saul. <laughs> nice now we're gonna get to limited series finally the worst category. <laughs> the worst category. Number one, the Jeffrey Dahmer one. Wasn't that last year? <laughs> well, it came out last year, but it's gonna contend this year. See, see, it's bullshit. <sighs> Number two, Blackbird. Uh, that's gotten pretty good reviews across the board. Um, Number three, I have Beef. This is where Beef will continue. I've been seeing a lot of funny memes from Beef. I, I do want to see Beef. I want to see Beef. Number four, I have Daisy Jones and the Six. It's about a band. It's based off of a book. I hear it's really horny. <laughs> it's 
so this feels like the Pam and Tommy of this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, there's a couple of shows that sound the same in my head, and, like, I can't tell the difference. Like, there is a difference, but I'm just so clueless that I don't know what these actually are. So there's one called Fleischman is in Trouble, and I'm like, okay. Then there's one called George and Tommy. Like, the logos look the same. It's black and white, and there's, like, the tiniest amount of color sprinkled in at the bottom. George and Tammy's the sequel to Pam and Tommy. Mm, Of course. course. (laughs) Not staying up with the the Tommy Cinematic Universe. Tommy Cinematic, of course. Tommy Boy. Tammy Boy. (laughs) Uh, um, Um, And then I have... That's it. (laughs) So instead of... I have Fleischman is in trouble, because that's at number three. I don't fucking but at number six I have Love and Death so Love and Death is an HBO show is Elizabeth Olsen she's the lead and she's gonna kick ass oh yeah it's that show and it's Chew Bubblegum what (laughs) I wait but it's uh, I'm all come to kick ass and Chew Chew Bubblegum but I'm all out of gum so what is it? One, two, three. At number nine on Gold Derby is Obi Wan Kenobi. That's whack, bro. I hope that doesn't. <laughs> that would be really cringe. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi, let's go. Let's go. Okay, TV movie. This is where shit gets good. Weird. The Ali Yankovic story. Out sweep. Sweep. I'm not, I'm not. It's actually sweeping right now. It's won a lot of shit. <laughs> it won some Critics' Choice Awards, I think. So it's not crazy. I'm not. I'm not crazy. No, you're I'm not, not crazy. crazy. I think it won the DGA. It won the Eddie. I think. It's like out front. It's number one on Gold Derby right now. It's, just, it's, it's number fucking one. I'm not, I'm not crazy putting it in my uh, in my top spot in my favorites no. at all. No, I'm not crazy. No. <laughs> Prey is on here. Fire Island. I I heard that was good. I never watched it. Jerry and Marge go west. I heard was a go large. Sorry, they all sound the same. I heard that was like a good comedy. Hocus Pocus 2. Get that fucking <laughs> shit. That's so fucking... So, like, the, 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 this it, is TV. Yeah, it, is it's TV. weird because a lot of the things that go on straight TV are actually awful, but then sometimes you'll actually have, like, Weird Al, which it's like... Or Prey. Or Prey, yeah. Or yeah. Prey. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So but It's m- not like 2020 where everything just dropped on the streaming. Yeah. But, no. uh, movie... Slash limited series actress. So the acting awards are a mix of the TV movie and the limited series. So movie limited series actress Jessica Chastain is up front because um, reasons for some reason I don't fucking know for what George and Tammy. Yeah, the Pam and Tommy uh, Tammy sequel. Emily Blunt for something called The English. Because she's English. It's like a prime show. I heard she was good. Uh, I have Ali Wan for Beef. She's number six on Gold Derby, but I have her at number three. Because Beef's only going to rise. More and more people are going to watch Beef. 
and the love for it is insane. <laughs> you haven't seen any of the memes? No, I don't want to know the memes. <laughs> I just want to watch the show. Well, that's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen, Love and Death. Riley Keeley, Keo, Daisy Jones in the six. That's pretty cool. Anyhow, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep going because we gotta get to actor. Actor is a funny one, aka I'm pissed because it's gonna go to Evan Peters for playing fucking dumb. Again? Yeah, he won Golden Globe. That's what you're remembering. Yeah, yeah I'm remembering Golden Globe. Yeah. Taron Edgerton is number two for Blackbird. Daniel Radcliffe is number three. Weird Al. He wasn't beta enough. He was he was he was like funny and like that's it. Steven He's Yoon not though. gonna win. Or Steven Yoon though. Steven Yoon I have at number four. And he's gonna sweep actually, because it's Steven Yoon. Steven Yoon letter. <laughs> um and then I have some of these fucking boring. I don't really care. <laughs> like I don't really care. Supporting actress. The lady from the Jeffrey Dahmer, the mom of the one guy, kid, the black kid, the the mom of the black kid. She's gonna get. Um, oh, the 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 one in real life that spoke out against. Oh, how their kid was portrayed in it. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, that one. I know. I literally don't care about the rest of the people in this fucking. I'm sorry, I just don't get Alright, limited series actor. This is kind of like a a lame lineup too. Paul Walter Hauser won the Golden Globe for Blackbird, so he's like number one. Richard Jenkins for Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Neat. <laughs> Neat. Uh, Ray Liotta for Blackbird. They could maybe want to give it to him because he's passed. But I feel like he doesn't have as big of a role as Paul Walter Hauser. Um, Yuna Mazzino for Beef. I saw, like, my mom started watching Beef this morning. I saw a little bit of it. I don't know the context because I was staring at my phone. <laughs> but, like, I'll watch Beef eventually. But he, he had a clip that I saw that was pretty good. And then, that's it. I didn't get into directing or writing. Or anything else. We're gonna have to pick out all the episodes. Yeah, this episode sounds cool in concept. Yeah, this episode's gonna be really good. Cause this episode is like, what if they had? This is a this is a bottle episode. This is a hit This one ruins the pacing. It's not effective for the main story. This one is good because it made me cry. This one was emotional manipulation, but I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> nice. All I want to mm. say is that I just spent like an hour <laughs> doing this. Steven Yeun's Steven Yeun. Um, What do you think of the Emmys this year? Drama's crowded. Comedy is crowded. Limited series. So I know it's a lot of final seasons. You get some competition in there. Yeah. So that means next year is going to be a lot of new shit. And that's exciting. It's good to get fresh blood. Fresh meat. Fresh meat. Fresh meat. Fresh meat. Let's go. Yeah, it's exciting. It's very exciting. Um, next week, we will also be... God fucking damn. Next week, we will be uh, doing Swiss Army Man. Exciting. 
My next one is going to be insane. You're not expecting it. Stalker. No. <laughs> no. Come and see. No. I'm not going that crazy. I'm not going... I'm not going into hell on the third one. <laughs> Dragon Wars. What is that? It's Dragon Wars, man. Dragon. You've never heard of Dragon Bionicle. <laughs> Bionicle. I recommend the shitty ones. I recommend the good ones. No, my next one's going to be nuts. But we got to watch Swiss Army. It's true. The, the funny Daniels. Three-time Oscar winner. rip rip anyone else that year at the oscars it was just nah we're gonna give it to these guys that's it just give it to these nerds nerd, nerd. oh we need a favorites question what's your favorites question favorite what's my favorite question uh no no i don't like being asked questions <laughs> that's your favorite question <laughs> becomes like a metal layer my what is your favorite Star Wars right. movie. Oh. <laughs> There's a silence that fills the room. <laughs> uh, well, uh, six and fuck you. Return of the Jedi? Yeah. That's such a weird pick. Yeah. Maybe it's because I haven't seen it in a while, yeah, but I just... Six, I barely you. remember it. And what I do remember of it, it's like really... Ewoks are bad. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. They're great. <laughs> no, they're not. They're little shits. They're little shits. They're yeah. Little they're shits. bad. Everyone will say Empire. Empire. No, Revenge of the Sith. Well, it should. It's a menace. It should. <laughs> oh no. Ooh, what deranged psychopath? That's Phantom Menace at number one. I, I don't know. We need to find him. No, we should stay away from. We should actively avoid those individuals. I, know, I try to do a marathon, and I started with Phantom Menace and immediately fell asleep. I'd even that, like twenty minutes. That in. sounds about right. That sounds about right. See, the only reason I didn't fall asleep is because it was like eleven o'clock in the morning, and like the sun was out. Oh, yeah. I so, did, like, I couldn't fall asleep. I did try walking it at, like, 8 or 9 o'clock. I tried watching it. Yeah. No. You can't do it at night. You'll fall asleep. Oh, it was in the morning. 8 or 9 in the morning. Oh. Like oh, so, I like, just... you were still in bed. And you were just like, ooh, this is really comfortable. You just fell asleep. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, see, I was doing it on my couch. So, I was just, like, on my couch and just, like, staring at my phone. <laughs> just watching it. And it was, like, probably eating, like, hot dogs. This movie fucking sucks. This fucking ass. No, my favorite. I'm. The only ones I've seen recently are either ass or like The Last Jedi. And it's like. That's not a bad movie. I will defend it, but I'm not going to say it's like perfect. And, like, I haven't seen Empire in, like, a decade, but I remember really liking it. So I, I guess I'll go with Empire? Like, I guess? So Just, like, <laughs> okay, well, I'd rather default, I guess. And my number yeah. two would be New Hope, which I also haven't seen in a decade. 
I'd put A New Hope as my number two, too. And my number three is Last Jedi. I am a <laughs> I think... Because I'm not, like, a mega stan, I liked when he did some crazy shit and people, like, pointed out, oh, the gravity doesn't work. It's fucking Star Wars. <laughs> and, and then they're like, oh, yeah, well, the cantina I... scene, the cantina, like, the, the, the casino scene. It's like, okay, did you know that that's, like, 7% of the movie? You are literally, like being annoyed by 7% of a movie. Is that why it's 1 out of 10? 7 minutes? <laughs> 7 minutes? <laughs> Excuse me? Like, I get... Like, when I saw it in the theater, it actually felt like it worked. I've seen it twice now. Like, I was never bothered by that scene. Like, I always thought, like... Star Wars is just about the quests, you know? It was always about them going off and doing different things at different places. So people being mad that they did that yeah, never made every, sense. <laughs> every movie is... You start... It's, it's just the hero's journey, you know? It's just the destination to get to the big finale I guess, like a superhero. And then they're like, uh, why didn't Leia go through Spain? It's like Mary Pop. And it's like, well, did you know that they add force shit fucking constantly? Like, That's... why did the speed run in Phantom Menace? <laughs> that never showed up again. They do. In episode nine, they fucking okay, well, brought, dead did... well, <laughs> brought dead people back. They brought dead people back. I don't know what happened with that, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, but like, People defend it. And it's like, A, why are you defending that piece of shit? And B, like, you're defending something that did things that this did too, but, like, you're mad at that for no reason. The Leia scene was funny, okay? <laughs> it was funny. That... And, but, like, the some of the best use of sound. Like, the fact that it actually decides to go quiet at points. And, like, Luke's arc slap. Some people are like, oh, Luke, does, it doesn't work. His arc is bad. Well, they cut the scene from the movie where he actually mourns Han's death, so I I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> they cut it that well. It's two and a half hours already. God damn. That's true. Do you have to have... I don't know. Do you have to have the, that one scene in the movie? Wow. Like, I, I get that... Maybe it wasn't entirely realistic for the purple hair lady to not tell the plan of Oscar Isaac because she didn't trust him because she thought he was too reckless. But, like, if you told him the plan and he didn't like the plan, you could have fucked up the plan and it could have fucked you all up, you know? So like, either way, damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's just the way they went about it. People just got mad at it. And she had purple hair. And it was a woman. Mmm. Mmm. Sexism. <laughs> Sexism. So, Makes sense. Makes sense. See, I will defend The Last Jedi. Ryan Johnson is a gamer. <laughs> That's why I'd want to start a new marathon to rewatch it, but I don't want to get through The Phantom Menace. No, you don't want to get through Attack of the Clones. That Attack too. of the Clones is fucking dreadful. 
it is really bad. <laughs> I I literally had to stop <laughs> because of Attack of the Clone. That's not true. I had to stop because of the Clone Wars, because it was also bad and mid. <laughs> like, I don't know. I do want to rewatch Last Jedi, but like, it'd be weird to just jump into that without the context of seven and nine. Like, I really don't want to watch 7 and 9. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. See. Like, I really don't want to do that. You know what? Fuck you. That might be my number 2. That might be my number 2. Yeah, but New Hope is so good. Like, my rating would be higher for A New Hope, but I feel like I'd rather want to watch The Last Jedi. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. So, but yeah, my number one by default, because I haven't seen it in a while, and when I saw it, I thought it was good, was Empire. Yeah, I'm not saying Empire isn't bad, it's just I would much rather watch a bunch of the other ones than Empire. Empire. That's because yeah, Empire's a lot slower. Sure. And a lot, a lot less happens throughout it. I mean, a lot does. The entire movie is just character focused, but you know, compared to the other ones, with funny Ewoks, I'd much rather watch funny Ewok movie than. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Than, uh, yeah, I don't anything know. Anything else? Actually, I'd much rather watch Baby Yoda. Actually, Actually I'd much rather watch Rebels, but whatever. But now the Rebels nostalgia is back, and people are turning on it. Isn't that so fun? What if I told you? They're like, ah, oh, we need more rebels. Gets more rebels. Ah, uh, why is there so much rebel? <laughs> why is there so much rebels? What if I told you I liked rebels when it came out? <laughs> Whoa. Because I was a stupid kid and I actually got to grow up with the shows that went on. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, that's crazy. So I formed an attachment. There, that's your favorite's, that's your favorite's question. That's your favorite's question. You know what? You do another favorites question now. Have it be franchise related, because we're on a streak. Franchise related. Ooh. Rocket. Rocket. Uh what I don't know what franchises exist. We did the MCU like 50 times. We have done it like a couple of times. Yeah. Um, what franchises exist? Your mom. Favorite Harry Potter. Oh yeah, that is a that's a pretty decent one. Because there's like 11. How many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have you seen? The first one. Oh damn. In 2006. That sucks. Oh. The Tomb Bay ones. That's not, not much. I haven't seen two or three, no. Or, or the, the original. Animated one. No. Yeah, then I guess we'll just do Harry Potter then. So, it's also been a while. I, like, turned against Harry Potter because the fandom got really bad. And, like, my sister really got into it and she kind of ruined the fun for me because she was, like, pulling out, like, 
fucking Z-list characters. Same. And she was, like, talking throughout the whole movie. It's like, um, in the book, this is different. Because, like, shut, shut, shut. Same. I just want to watch the movie. Same. Please, just let me watch the movie. But I think my favorite would probably be Prisoner of Azkaban. It's, it's a basic... Is that basic? I feel like people don't go for that. I feel like the more filmy people would go for the third one. While they would, like, go for, like, Deathly Hollows Part 2. Or, like, I don't know, like... The original. The original. Gobbled of Fire is pretty high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone has any of the Fantastic Beasts in their top five, I will need to ask you to look at this one. (laughs) Smoking crack. I mean, that's... (laughs) That's fucking weird. (laughs) You're not a human. You're an alien. The, yeah, Harry Potter fell off once when Yates came up. No, I well, think Yates was on for the last four. Part two is pretty good. Part two is pretty good. Six I feel is like... too slow, but it's actually. Which not one is bad. that? Order of the Phoenix. Half Blood Prince. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Can't even remember. But them. they tried they... to do something different, at least. They do. Yeah, nothing really happens, but it's just. All I know is that Dumbledore dies. Yeah. But, like, I literally forgot... Well, because Harry Potter isn't the main character of that movie. It's other side character. It's other side character time to shine. That's what makes it interesting. I would actually have to go with, like... I'm completely unironic. I think the second one is my favorite. Oh, Chamber of Secrets? Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I know people hate it. Do people it's hate fucking it? Stupid, but that's why I love it. Well, that that's the longest one. Is it? Yeah, it's I like used to three watch, hours. <laughs> I used to watch that before I went to bed. Based, casually watches three hour long movie before bed. I remember. I remember what. Well, no, like way back, we had these shitty like twenty dollar TV things in our rooms way back in like elementary school. And I think I would actually, yeah, I. We were allowed to, put in movies to help us fall asleep, and I, always fall asleep within the first ten minutes. I used to watch Iron Man on that thing. Yeah, it's literally the longest. It's like two hours and forty-five minutes. Isn't that fucking nuts? Goblet of Fire, is two hours and forty. Half Blood Prince is, two thirty. So is. Sorcerer's Stone, Deathly Hollows Part 1. But yeah, that, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> no, I... I don't know. Let's, let's check. I do think... I like Prisoner of Azkaban. I think that's probably my number well, one. Well, it's the only one that actually tries to do something on a technical level. That's true. It has so what happens when you have... Alfonso Cuarón. It has actual shots in it. That's what happens when you have a three-time, four-time Academy Award winner. Does he have four? Because he won an Oscar twice for directing, one for cinematography, and I think one for editing. The dude's a fucking madman. He does a bunch of stuff. Alfonso... (laughs) Alfonso. Um, does he have four? Yeah, he Isn't has four. Isn't his son working on the El Mioto? 
I think El he is. <laughs> I think he is. It's time. El Muerto Sweep. Let's go. The prodigy. <laughs> like, he... Well, technically, he was on stage five times. Because he won international film for Roma. But the international film Oscar doesn't go to the director. It goes to the country. Which is weird. Just like the con- just like the fucking White House have like an Oscar set up behind them, <laughs> or just like it's like the because like in like South Korea, do they just give it to the capital and just have like the uh, like the international Oscar sitting? Yeah, you walk on, in the on, front desk. And there's just, just the international sh- Oscar. Sh- it's just like on like a shelf somewhere. <laughs> no, they just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> They toss it. It's fine. What is this? What What is this gold? Is this a butt plug? <laughs> is this a butt plug? No. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'd say my number two is probably Sorcerer's Stone or Deathly Hollows Part 2. See, I didn't read the books before I saw the movies. So I didn't know that Harry Potter was going to die and come back. I thought he just actually fucking died. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that was like horrifying for me. It's like the main character's dead. Holy shit. I know back then too. And then... And it's the last one. How are they going to stop Voldemort? And then Neville and Ron was like, no, you don't have to do We will still fight against you. We will die against oh no, whatever I say. Awful British accent. <laughs> and then he comes back from the dead, and then the snake comes out, and then he chops it up and... <laughs> Big action. I don't snake. like what they did with the wizard powers. Yeah, they make no sense. Well, no, because like, on. in the original, it looked cool. You know, it had different effects and stuff. But now it just looks like a fucking yeah, just lightsaber light. thing. Yeah, and just yeah. like, it's like, and it's like sparks coming, and it looks like it's like jiggling. It's like like liquidy. Like I, I don't like how that looks. And they kept it. They kept going with it, and I thought well, it was it's really like that annoying. In the books too, or well, is it like invisible? It's shit. <laughs> That's what it is. It's shit. <laughs> I know. I like the other two because they're like. The first two, at least, because they're like kids in a school. Well, there it's like discovering the secrets. Yes, no. let's have a three-headed dog in our attic. <laughs> yeah, let's have a massive hundred-foot killer snake in our basement. That, yeah, let's if have... you stare at, you will die. die. <laughs> let's casually have the Lord of Death in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have someone casually die in the bathroom and haunt it for an eternity. <laughs> Let's have... <laughs> Let's have minotaurs and massive spiders in the woods next to our property. <laughs> next to our property. Let's have unicorns. Let's have unicorns. Let's have a vampire drink the blood of the unicorn in the first one. Let's go. Right let's have a children. Let's, let, let's have a troll. Just come out of the bathroom somehow. He has to take a piss. <laughs> and he got spooked. He got spooked. <laughs> poor, poor troll. <laughs> poor troll. <laughs> well, he was in the women's bathroom. That's kind of pervy. Who said it was a he? Ooh. It's true. It's true. 
thinking about the real shit. <laughs> it was a nice female troll looking for a bathroom, and she found the bathroom. And she got spooked. She got spooked, and then because these two, these three kids are like, no, she went to go. Ch- he went to go check on Hermione because he heard her crying. Mm. It's a guy. That's why he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And then you're just. <laughs> <laughs> then he got spooked. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. And then he died. Because <laughs> Ron's an idiot. Let's have a chessboard that can kill people. In our <laughs> you know what? Let's just have a bunch of traps in our basement that can kill people. Let's have two separate basements. Let's have like three separate basements, actually. Let's have like 60, actually. <laughs> 60 basements. Let's have portraits that, eg- that exit... The Let's have ghosts that can perv on our students yeah. and haunt them. Yeah, yeah, we'll curse them for an eternity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. These halls, they'll keep their wounds. Doesn't matter. That's pretty potter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyhow, there you go. Nobody wants to go to the bathroom because there's a girl who cries in it every time because she died in the bathroom. That's her parents never got to see her again after that. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> Anywho. You can see just the out you. You do the out you. You know, you know what? I'll do the out you. I don't actually visit her. No. In the bathroom? No. Or do you think they wiped her memory like Oblivionis or whatever the fuck that spell is? Among Us. Among Us. Expecto Among Expecto Sussus Among Us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you could do the outro. You are not the imposter. <laughs> You're let's go. Yes. Yes. Um, Marty sixty nine on Twitter. The real Chillmart on Instagram. YouTube is Chillmart Podcast, and Spotify is Chillmart. Goodbye. That's an interesting way to end. Well, that's when you were supposed to cut. Asshole. <laughs> How long do you keep this going? It's not working. Bullshit. Click it.